Leo Crew! What up, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View. The first time in like 10 days since we've been on stream. First time in forever since we've been here. Hope everyone's doing well out there. As you can see, we're celebrating the merry season that is Christmas here on POV. Uh, hope everyone's having a great week, great couple weeks as we haven't been on the air in a little bit. A nice little breather since uh, Spectacular did arrive and arrive in big, glorious fashion. Um, as you can see, we are missing one today. Uh, Jill was supposed to be here, but they are having a little car issue at House Sullivan. Um, and so she might be here a little later. If not, uh, she'll give her thoughts later on. But you know the crew. Everyone's here. Brian, Molly. How you guys doing? It's it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. You guys doing okay? It's been so long since I've seen your faces. <laughs> Literally. I want to go back. Me too. Oh, and here's the church bells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Sean, yes. <laughs> Chuck. Sean's car is on the side of the road. It won't today move. must be like the day for car troubles because I got a flat tire, which I we didn't know about until Alex tried to take the car back out to go play D and D tonight. He was like, "Oh, one of our tires is flat." I was like, "What?" So I hate my tires; they are the worst. Yeah. And then did you have to go buy all a whole new set of all brand new tires? That's that's what is the worst. Not yet, maybe. Well, it's freaking hurricaning here. So yeah, if you hear like like sounds going on in the background, it's probably other than the church bells. Well, other than the bells. Oh, well, I got, I'm pointing to my garage. I'm not pointing to Brian. Um, my garage door is right here, so the rain is like clashing up against the garage door. Yeah, and I'm up against my window, which it like directly hit directly hits. Yeah, it's freaking hurricaning in Sacramento. It's, it's like supposed to be all week too. It's supposed to be 25 mile per hour winds, rain. People that's nothing for us. It, that's a lot. That's <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> and, and oh no, guess, I'm getting wet. Probably, yeah. Oh my God, Molly. You should see how people drive in this state when it's raining. They're like, oh my God, done. we forgot how to drive. I mean, that, that happens in Atlanta. It's like crazy. they've never seen water before. Literally. I will say though that <laughs> we clearly haven't had rain in a while because like everything is flooded. Everything. It's yeah. I will say it is hilarious though, also seeing middle school and high school people just not know how to function in the rain, running to classes. Half of them are still in shorts and a t shirt. That's pretty funny. It's good times. It's entertaining. <laughs> um, so obviously we have a pretty big show tonight. Uh we have two champions joining us tonight. Uh, the Star Wars champion, Mr. Thomas Harper, and then one half of the team squad of Shazam and Brendan Meyer will be joining us a little bit later in the show. Uh, before we bring on uh, one, the major, and talk about uh, his victory over Nikki DeMolanta and one heel turn that happened. Um, uh, turn? It, it's a turn. It's a turn. <laughs> uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk to him about it. We'll talk to him. Um, let, let's just talk a little bit about our weekend, just quickly. We don't have to divulge too much because I knew I do want to talk or save a little bit for when Jill is here. Um, I mean, we had a fun weekend. We got there on Thursday. We left on Sunday. We were full of shenanigans all weekend long. Brian, was it everything that we hoped it would be? Oh, 100 percent. Other than the tomfoolery that the Airbnb has on their website, the they 
bamboozled us a little bit on that one, but it was fun. I mean, we barely spent any time there other than happy hour and spending $110 worth of Taco Bell. Uh, Thank you, Kyle Bexworth, for your Taco Bell gift card. Yeah, and, and gift cards, too. Like, not only that is was... that impressive, but we did it in gift cards. Yeah, I got damn near cussed out <laughs> by the Taco Bell's employees when I was walking out. But yeah, no, it was... I did not want it to end to the point where I, I in our house, stayed out the latest one night. That should tell you. Yeah. I mean, Party if I'm animal. doing them... <laughs> that says it enough. Well, uh, I was those times. So I was so yeah. I was so sad by the end of it. Uh, just like a, how tired we were. I just like completely ran out of steam. But yeah, it was like nonstop craziness. I I've never felt my age more. Uh, Hi, PJ. Because of him, his fault. <laughs> yeah, all blaming you, PJ. Go to he bed, PJ. No, no idea what we're talking about, but whatever. That's okay. No, it was, it was, it was, a. I mean, it was obviously a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, like Molly said, it was nonstop. Like we didn't stop doing anything. Um, but that was the best part because we were, and I know a lot of people saw the pictures and stuff, but we were lucky enough to have a very specific group that we were involved with at the house, going to places with. And it was, we, we were very lucky. The group that we had was very good. Um, we all got along very well. Uh, you guys saw it on happy hour how how well we got along i mean freaking um, zach surprised us that yeah that, that zach burkett showed up out of nowhere yeah uh, molly comes running through the house opens the front door and zach burkett <laughs> walks through the house like literally that's how it went down um like five minutes before we were supposed to start happy hour zach burkett just showed up yeah um but no it was it was fun it was a lot of fun and jill's birthday was like was incredible seeing all those people <laughs> those poor bartenders but, well it was just the one for the longest time That's true. yeah 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 but uh, i'm yeah. sure he made a lot of money molly and i are still trying to figure out when we were out in the living room someone farted really loud and we are unsure you remember oh yeah <laughs> it that was, had to have been i thought it was hoey but no, i don't know that i don't remember if we asked just blame him because he's not here just blame him it <laughs> been pj could have been Paige. they're downstairs too yeah, I feel like PJ and Paige might one of them might own it if it if it happens to be them. Paige would. Yeah, <laughs> she's a savage. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we do have a couple of streamlabs that I do want to save a little bit because I want to get to our our guest. Uh, these are some just general streamlabs that I'll save for after uh, Thomas Harper does a skedaddle out of here. So let's just bring them on. Talk Star Wars as this match was absolutely insane. So you're reigning. Defending Star Wars champion heading into season nine of the movie trivia showdown. That is one the major Thomas Harper. What is up? Wow. Good to have the uh the belt still around Rex's waist. Yeah. I mean it looks <laughs> good. See it, looks, it looks good. Yeah. Thank I don't you so like this. I don't like this uh this screen between us. This was much nicer over the weekend, just physically being together. It was it was pretty cool because I mean we we were lucky enough to stand up top and watch the matches, and after your match, you came up and for the most part, I mean, we were able to kind of hang out and talk and leave uh, the belt a couple times. Yeah, you randomly leave the belt around. It's a trap. It's just seeing <laughs> seeing where loyalties lie. That's all it is. Who we're else? Happy to, we're happy to babysit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was an absolute blast. I mean, that's that's a good starting question before we get into kind of the Schmodown stuff. Is this is like the first real Schmodown experience you got to be a part of, being live? All of these fans, Los Angeles, you know, downtown LA. How was the weekend? How was the event? Did it was it everything that you kind of expected it to be? Were there any highs and lows? Your thoughts on all that? 
Yeah, it was a like, I mean, I, I feel like the whole first part of the weekend through the end of the match was just one big blur. It, it's hard to separate like moment from moment, but it was electric. That like I, that part's the blur, not the Barney's part after. That part was a, sleepless, a sleepless mess. <laughs> or Denny's was the savior. I credit Denny's <laughs> for me making it back home to my family. <laughs> um, no, I the I, I think coming into the weekend, there were several things that were important to me. One of the, the priority was answering the mail on the character aspect, because one thing that sort of irked me all season long was... Uh, and quite frankly, the the like sometimes valid criticism or questions about people like, well, you know, can you play a character or whatever? Um, you know, honestly, personally, I felt that uh, that that's not a standard that had been held that that other players had been held to in the division. Uh, but I knew what I was capable of. You know, we all know anybody that's played digitally knows that kind of uh, the, the set of handcuffs that's on you. Um, people like, that's why people like Laura and, and, uh, as much as it pains me to admit this gold leader are, are true shining stars here because they can transcend that sort of barrier there and, and bring some character across. But that was critically important. I, I said before in interviews, uh, ahead of the thing that I had some, some tricks up my sleeve. I meant that very literally because not even Christian knew, uh, all he didn't know I was going to come out in uniform. Uh, nice. when I when I stepped out of the curtain, the only thing that any there was a very small circle that that knew that I was going to come in some face paint, and their their cons uh, like their idea of it was like a few black stripes, like Schwarzenegger style. The, uh, the commando that's a, commando. what I thought of. Yeah. yeah, that was my note. In fact, that was the picture that was sent to me was like replicate this, and I was like, I got you one better, don't worry about that. But, um, I you know, I had my training crew. I had, uh, I practiced in that full getup with different face paints, like some, some that were disasters and, uh, uh, really had me question the whole thing. But, uh, you know, I, I wore that, what you saw is not something off the rack at an army Navy store. I wore that in Afghanistan. So there was kind of a, a nice personal connection. And my wife, as I was like, you know, when I made the decision to wear it, I, I she was like, I think you're going to, I think this is going to really help you. Like this is like home for you in, in a lot of ways. And, and it really was like that, like putting on all of that and uh, you know, the face paint's probably a little bit extra, but um, you know, it, it felt like home and, and I felt like finally I got a chance to show people what I'm capable of and, and do something like not, not just show character, but take my character to the next level, evolve it and say, I, I know what this league is about. I know maybe the missing link. I can answer Star Wars questions. I know my stuff there, but here's something a little bit extra. That was important to deliver for all the fans that were there. And I think the, the arc that my character has taken and sort of um, just the setup with Nikki there was just absolutely perfect for everything. It, it almost wouldn't have worked if you're playing somebody like gold leader, who's also getting like booed and stuff, it, it, it just played like playing somebody who's so beloved and who is so good simultaneously was just, it was like the perfect recipe. Like you couldn't have scripted it any better. I mean, I think it was definitely a high, like mm -hmm. I, th I think your character came through more so than it ever has before. And we'll get okay. into that. Cause I got, I got some questions on that. <laughs> well, I, I, like... We all met gold leader, right? That's not a character. That's just who he is. Yeah, it's just Evan. It's yeah. just Evan. When, when we were, so when <laughs> we were watching, when we were watching the star Wars match, 
because uh, I, I told Gabby and I was like, I got to stand next to Alex and Molly when we watch this match. Like, I got to see them. It was birth. the nerdiest thing I, I love seeing exactly. like, <laughs> getting there. But so we were we were standing at a table, and then the next table was like most of the exchange with like Rick Radis, and then Gold Leader was there. Every other question, he'd step over and go, "It's this with a giant smirk." I go, "Bro, like, shut up!" Like, like. <laughs> literally, the nerddom that was between Alex, Molly, Zach, Hoey, Ho- oh, Hoey? Gold yeah. Leader, yeah. all of them just. Yeah, yeah, Ace up there. Yeah, there was. Yeah, like yeah. Ace, Ace popped in, which it was really nice to meet him as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's one hundred percent Gold Leader. Gold Leader is Evan. That's just that's who. He is. Yeah, yeah. So. My favorite thing of the whole entire weekend, which I don't even know if you remember saying it, Thomas, was when you I was outside Barney's. You were leaving to go to Denny's, and you screamed out loud, "Gold Leader, I ordered you an effing Uber. It's going to San Diego, though." <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember that, but I'm glad that I stayed in character no matter what. It was the best. We and we might we not win the feud of the year, but like I have committed and he has committed to that feud to like it's our so last good. Time. It is so good. It's amazing. I love every part of it. Yeah. And th- then you proceed to get into his Uber. And so <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do want to bring up a, a a comment here from Christopher with the coolest last name or last name of Stike Leather, uh, from a former member of the U.S. Air Force. I salute you, Thomas, for your service and the character you brought out. All spectacular. Well, I'm sure I made you cringe, but that was the point of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it worked, and and because where we were standing, we weren't able to like see the entrance in its how it was supposed to be seen via the camera. Going back and watching it. It totally delivered. Like I enjoyed every part of it. Seeing the face paint and everything from that perspective, it crushed it. So I thought, now, now you have you can't disappoint. Now you have to do it every match. Oh, That's God. the problem. <laughs> Christian was like, he comes up to me. He's like, very excited. He's like, this just gotta ha- be how it is. Like, in, like, I, he, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, like live events. He's like, no, no digital interviews, promos, like everything. I'm like. I'm gonna have to buy some more face paint. <laughs> you need one of those like face filters and then yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long does it take for you to put on your war paint? So I put that on. I practiced with that's not actual camouflage paint. I practiced with actual camouflage paint. It was a complete and total disaster because when when I practice, uh, at least for this match, I had full lights on me. I wanted to to as best replicate things as possible. Had the heat kind of turned up so it wouldn't be comfortable and the stuff didn't dry it's like oil based mm-hmm. and it just like by the end of this pr- like hour and a half it had like run into my eyes it was just a mess so peggy comes in and saves the day and says well, you know when she goes to chicago bears games she uses this kind of like fx makeup and so she sent me the link i ordered oh, some that is such a peggy thing oh yeah how could you expect anything less yeah <laughs> But it was it was brilliant. I practiced in that stuff. It was uh, it was perfect. Exactly what I was looking for. And so I had Saul. I watched a little bit of the uh, the, the start um, of, of Spectacular, and then I was kind of gathering my thoughts. And and right as they finished round one, I went to to start getting into stuff. And it took me most of that match to get into things as they were doing their uh, their their interviews. I had finished up. So, and that's with like getting the uniform on and everything. So, yeah. If I had just done my face, it would have been a lot quicker, but doing the neck and the ears, I'm still yeah. finding paint everywhere. <laughs> I know when you came up, the, it was like behind your ears. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. 
that's just yeah. how it's going to be forever. You're, you're like, you're like, I only have a certain number of makeup wipes to take this off. So. Oh yeah. Well, I found my Marissa had slipped in a jar of them, like a whole oh, case. Okay, good. That was what saved the day. There were, there was not much in the way of paper towels or anything in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people bathroom I've ever seen throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people felt how Curtis felt. Cause Curtis was there. I'm sure a lot of people saw it and just like, like, wow, he like, he went there. He did it. Like, yeah. the major has arrived. They were surprised. Like, Ken and Mark had not seen it, so I'm I'm glad that I was able to keep that under wraps, which is cool. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, it's um, been a while since we had a Star Wars competitor that goes to that level. I think, like, that's been something that we've really missed in the Star Wars division. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think now. I mean, like Lord did it for a promo, but not for a match. It's they. It's always the promos, not for yeah. a match. Yeah. Molly throws stuff and <laughs> grabs necklaces. Um, well, certainly back to the match. I, I Molly, I want you to kind of start this off being the Star Wars player here on the channel. Um, anything about the match that you want to ask Thomas about, whether it be maybe the speed round, the questions, playing Nikki, just you know, kind of kicking us off? Um, I mean, honestly, like the questions, the difficulty of the questions didn't surprise me at all. They were really freaking hard. Like I remember yeah. at one point, uh, I, maybe it was in the speed round or right after the speed round, Alex leaned over and he was like, I'm so glad I'm not up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, same, same. This is way more fun from back here. Um, yeah. but I know like Alex had a couple of things that he liked to do to like get ready leading all the way up to like going out on stage. Did you have any just like things that you wanted, wanted to do or did you just like try to zone out and stay very calm? I honestly, I do the same thing that I've always done. I, I try to do a little bit cause I get into this phase where it's like my brain will freak out and think that everything has left it and that I don't know anything. So I'll do a little, like look at a couple things, make sure that my brain is firing. <laughs> that round two, my, my, my five round two questions uh, were, were probably on par with Alex's um, tournament questions. Nikki, Nikki the, match. Yeah. Th th those were the hardest, the entire year, hardest five questions of any, any in the year so when you're at the point where you're asking about lisa cyrilin and that sort of stuff yeah that's that's next level stuff um so in any event but you know it was in in that regard not to get off track from the question but like i'm glad for that because nobody can look at this and be like well harper kind of harper got some good questions some easy questions some questions that played from him i got questions across the board that that met the new meta that uh that that really allowed me to showcase the, the fact that like, I, I don't care what you throw at me. I don't care what direction you take the questions in. I'm going to be a step ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet it. And there's not, there's not a weak point that you're going to find in my game. So, but I, before the match, I just, other than kind of reminding myself that I do in fact know a couple things about star Wars, it's just about staying calm and energy management. I, that was a long day. Um, <laughs> my sleep was off. I don't know how you were Molly coming from, the east coast but my body never really adjusted until the day i left yeah. and so i was like up and i'm also i'm like uh like jim in the office i'm on like the two kids sleep schedule so i'm like up at 3 a.m uh california time and like uh, freaking out because i'm like i can't i don't need to to do anything right now but sleep and so 
uh, it was all about just kind of conserving energy and, and just getting ready for the moment and, and reminding myself that, uh, you know, up to that point in the entire season, if you cut out two non-canon questions, I had missed what four <laughs> questions the entire season, like it's going to be okay. Like the, the worst that you can do is miss maybe one more. And, you know, at the end of the day, if Nikki had won that match, I think the other thing that I was telling myself was like, you know, you couldn't ask to lose to like a nicer, kinder person. And so yeah. it's not like you're losing to Darth Vader or something like there. Like that. <laughs> I, I, in fact, got to be Darth Vader. So that was, yeah. that was different. It's, but, it's yeah, it's a little bit different than Dragon Con trivia. Just just a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you I, get I'm not fun. I'm not ever coming in face paint to Dragon Con <laughs> unless I'm in cosplay. Daniel would kick you out. <laughs> get, get, no, this this has no place here. <laughs> uh Brian, what about you? Anything? Yeah. Uh first question. How happy is your wife that this is over? <laughs> really happy. We were like before I hopped on here, we were watching the the new season of It's Always Sunny and just like I couldn't tell you what happened in the episodes. It was just going right back out of my brain. That was nice. Um, you know, it takes like, unlike folks without kids, and I, that's why I appreciate playing Nikki here. Like we don't have, um, I don't have the same, like we don't prep together. Like my wife helps me prep a, a little bit, uh, but we'll watch the movies together. I think at this point she's tapped out of the 12 Star Wars movies for a little while. Um, and so really what it comes down to is like, we have our time with the kids, but this sucked away a lot of time together. And, and that's even when I, I sort of adjusted earlier in the year, my entire schedule and I was getting up like really, really early to, to make time on the front end of the day. So that I wouldn't be taking time as much time on the back end of the day. And like, I'm not going to separate from my kids while they're awake to go study star Wars. Like that was, that was a non-starter. And, um, and so at that point you're, you're playing the game of like, I know what I need to cover. I know how long it takes me to make it through what I need to make, uh, to do. And you got to juggle. And unfortunately she sacrificed tremendously so I could be in this position here. And I, I think just, you know, getting to do normal stuff is, is what's really important right now. And, and, uh, you know, kind of minimizing schmo down for the time being. So that's been really nice. Uh, second question. How happy are your daughters that their sticker board is back? <laughs> I, um, I haven't fully unpacked yet if I'm being perfectly honest. And so they like, they haven't gotten access to it. Um, I was talking they're... about the bell. Well, oh, yeah. were, oh, were they well, the excited belt? or were they just like, cool, whatever, not impressed? Yeah, daddy's back. <laughs> well, my wife told him that I was off to, to work. And so she was like, how was work, daddy? And I was like, <laughs> I won. She was like, well, you can... she just thinks that you win at work. I don't know. Um, my favorite, my right? favorite sometimes moment. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. My favorite moment had nothing to do with my kids. I'm out two days ago uh, in the front yard, like working on something with one of the Christmas lights that that wasn't working. And I, we have, uh, an elderly couple that lives next to us, uh, retirees, very, very sweet. And the wife is in the driveway getting ready to go somewhere. And, uh, I wasn't even paying attention, but she yells over. She's like, Thomas, did you win the belt? And it took me a second. I've never in my life talked to her about any of this. And it clicked it, after a second, I was like, yes. And she goes, and she, and she throws her arms up. She's like, "That's amazing! I can't wait to watch." 
unbeknownst oh. to me, she like I guess Marissa had mentioned to her offhandedly that I was off on a trivia competition. Oh. She Googled and oh. found the Schmodown. She's now a fan of the Schmodown, my elderly oh. neighbor, and has like <laughs> she hasn't made it to spectacular yet. She said she wants to watch my other matches, but she was very, very excited. And we we're talking to another neighbor today, and she was like, Oh yeah, Mary is like Mary's a fan now. She was like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that we had a trivia celebrity. And I was like, you're using the, that term very. very <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Christian, I, I expect my kickback. I brought one new viewer. to the show. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, that, that's that's awesome. That's what this community really is about. I mean, I, I we've talked. I mean, I brought Brian in, too. He's one of the few people that I brought in very late and. As long as you impact, that's because you needed someone to talk to about it. Well, I don't know how many people. I wasn't going to mention that, but (laughs) it's true. I've I've told so many people on planes about the Schmodown because, like, a lot of the times that we travel was because of that, and people would just be like chit chatting on the plane, sitting around us, and they'd be like, "What are you out for?" And I'd be like, "Well, (gasps) blah blah blah," and like give them the whole spiel, and they're just like. Well, okay, I have a question. There's nothing more difficult than explaining the Schmodown. I was gonna, I was gonna ask a random question here. How does everyone describe what's the pitch to the Schmodown to a random person? What does everyone I, say? It's movie trivia here. meets wrestling. That's, That's I mean, I say Jeopardy meets wrestling is what I say. Yeah, yeah. I I I started out uh, the season with this really complicated, long winded thing, and I've like honed it down. <laughs> I'm unrepentant now because at this point, I'm like I've invested time, I've invested like blood, sweat, and tears. I'll just call it for what it is. And if you don't agree, if you watch it and don't agree with my opinion, then fine. I'm just like I'm a professional movie trivia player. I'm a pro movie <laughs> trivia player. Uh, it's true. World champion. It's true. And I just leave it at that. And then they're like, cool. And I, I'm like, you can find it. Schmodown, just like Google it, go on YouTube and, and you find it. And, you know, there's theatrics involved. So it's fun. And that seems to have a much better hook. I found myself like checking myself early in the season, like almost like I was inconveniencing people by explaining it. And then I was like, what am I doing this for? No, this is like a legit cool thing. It's a cool community. It's fun. It's unique. People can judge it for their, themselves, but I'm not going to, like, sell it short. Well, yeah, because, like, if you go in and try to explain it and be like, well, it's this thing, and it, like, people are going to immediately lose interest and be like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. But if you're just like, I'm a professional movie trivia contest- contestant person with a belt. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I taught um I taught a class to the uh the the newest group of um army judge advocate lieutenants. So folks that are finishing their training, getting ready to go out in the force. And I was like introducing myself and everybody does like here's my military background, here's the jobs that I've done, here's what I do now, blah blah blah, like bullet points. And I'm like, you know, here's yes, I like I do these things, but I also do this and I have a whole like slide dedicated to the Schmodown in this. And so uh, who knows whether any of those, uh, th- those folks have, have caught it, but I, uh, I'm unrepentant in my like sharing and, and just calling it for what it is at this point. Hey, you, you impacted one person. That's all that matters right now. So, uh, not have a watch party with, so. with Werther's original and. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so getting back to the match and I, I wanted to ask kind of two one question, but it kind of has two parts. Um, how how was it playing Nikki? And how was it playing her in the speed round after seeing what she did in the tournament 
especially later on in that tournament after she she kind of just destroyed that one specific speed round, even though it was buzzers compared to fast money. You know, how was it finally being able to face her and, and being the joy that she is in this Star Wars league? Uh, simultaneously terrifying because I fully expected her to do as well as she did or better. And, and she delivered on that in spades, but also it was the closest that I've come to in terms of like recapturing the, the pure fun fun that is dragon con. And, and by that, I mean, people that are just up there to just answer some star Wars questions and, and have fun with it. And then on the back end, win or lose most of the times, for all of us lose um go have a drink and just revel in in the train wreck that was like getting beat up by these hard questions um it's a massive credit to her and it, it started like from the moment that we we met in person uh she's just like very chill uh her and andrew are, are the nicest folks possible but there wasn't as competitive as she i know she is there wasn't this mentality of like no nah, i can't really talk or interact to you like we we talked in the green room like a couple people came up to us and like i don't i don't think you guys should be talking like having fun and smiling before the match but it really put me at ease i hope uh on on some level that i i put her at ease or that calmed some of the nerves uh certainly her gameplay suggested that they were like nerves were non-existent but it, it really helped me and at a time where i had i had gotten really like into my like into my own head and wrapped around the axle in the lead up because it was just, you play in August and then there's nothing but a lull. Everybody else is playing and, and doing well and stuff. And, and you've got nothing but this looming uh, set of train lights coming towards you. Um, and then you know that uh, Nikki is the conductor of that train. And so the stress level was high at, at certain points and, and I got, you know, real caught up at times in, in sort of the like raw competitiveness of it. And and I, I don't like that at all. I, I don't like that. What, what that brings out in me and what I saw before the match was like a return to, to normal. I felt like myself, um, not the heel like persona and stuff, but I felt like I was back to just doing something that I really truly enjoyed. And, and that's why I say whether that match could have, you know, easily turned on a couple things. Um, but had things not gone my way, um, you know, I would have been just centered on the fact that this felt like the fun thing that made me want to get involved again. And that's a total credit to Nikki. The crowd obviously was a massive part of that. But Nikki was like top of the list because she was just a joy to play, but also terrifying. Um, the speed round, other than the character, like from a gameplay standpoint, outside of it being really important for me to, to deliver on the character aspect, um, the speed round stuff was the latest and what I feel like are like a series of things that people have questioned about, not, not questioned, but like, uh, you know, wondered about my ability and, and my gameplay. I mean, it was when the season started, it was like, well, how, you know, star Wars, you know, dragon con stuff, but are you going to adapt to the schmodown? And I answered the mail on that. Then it was, well, how are you going to, the, the difficulties ramping up. How are you going to respond to that? Answer the mail on that. The meta is changing. We're getting into these casting questions. It's it's hobbling some of the greats like like Alex and uh, like Gold Leader. How is he going to respond to that? I answered the mail on that. 
um the 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 last and the lingering one was the speed round because everybody was like oh, okay well he you know the the uh fast money is fast money but digital is digital but the buzzers are where champions are made and uh made and broken and harper likes to think things through he's got his whiteboard and you know the the whole narrative i mean i and said that i was one of those i said that. it's fair it's it's totally fair because nobody has ever seen me there and in the last uh, the last impact that you have, the last Star Wars match that is played, is Nikki whipping through that yeah. speed round yeah. in a tournament. Yeah. So, so that's your that's your last frame of reference, and that's your only frame of reference for her speed. And I think you saw in the, the speed round, like that, that was an accurate perception of how fast she is. But I'm telling you, like I I worked my tail off at that. Uh, it it did not come naturally, but I worked my tail off with it. I, I tried to bring uh, a strategic side of things. Folks like uh, Ross uh, and Saul were really, really instrumental in, in trying to hone down and break this thing down into a side. It's not about like, let me just like, how fast can my, can, can my fingers like press this button? Like if that's how you're playing the speed round, then you're, you're not going to beat me and you're not going to, you're probably not going to win a speed round. And I, you know, I'm telling you this right now, I was within a millisecond of going four to one, in that speed round, that Kef beer question, the moment that the word ocean was said, uh, my brain was like, press the button. And my <laughs> thumb just didn't press the button and fair play. Uh, Nikki got that question. It was three, two, but that, uh, you know, it, I was glad to have come out of that ahead. Obviously that, that sealed the victory for me. Uh, but what I've seen in the wake of this match where people talking a lot about the bonus round, the bonus round didn't matter or the bonus question didn't matter as of the end of my round two. Yeah. It was tied up matter. and it came down to exactly what people expected. Yep. And I, I, I feel like I delivered on those or exceeded those expectations or at least answered the mail on what people thought. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, I, I, I think uh, that that's what people need to take away from this match is, you know, you, you face me going forward and you face me in a live setting you better process that question on like word three or word four if you're going to beat me on the buzzer. So yeah, I, that, that, uh, that wasn't luck. That wasn't a fluke. And quite frankly, it, it was real close to being a four, one split. Not that that would have mattered in the end because it would have come down to the five pointer no matter what. But um, yeah, so, but fair play. It was, uh, it was well played. I tell you that first one, I kind of like pumped my fist and whatnot. And it was really important for me to get that first one out of the gate. That was a mental factor that was that was sort of like, I'm going to set the tone, I'm going to jump the question, and I'm going to get it right, or I'm going to go down with the ship. <laughs> I mean, I will say with that, I mean, you guys were pretty much even that whole entire thing, and I love the fact that just literally chance, if you will, with the speed round is kind of what decided it. Like, I mean, it's literally just whoever clicks it faster. Because, I mean, other than that, the time it takes for your brain to communicate with your hand to like press the button. That's yeah. how quick it, it, it all has to be perfectly in sync. Cause yeah. we saw what happened with John with, with Roka in the speed round where he clicked it, but he was like, Oh, like what? You know, yeah. and, you know like he just clicked it off of clicking it. Yeah. Um, but before we, before we move on, I do want to bring in our fourth member here on has arrived. She was able to make it tonight. Uh, Miss Jillian Marie is with us. Reunited. Hello. It good feels to see so you. Good. Hello, Thomas. Sorry, I had a uh, I had a bit of a household emergency that I <laughs> had to uh, okay, take care okay. of. But I'm glad yeah, I made it. Everyone that Sean screwed up. 
<laughs> it's not it's it was not his fault I no i know we're <laughs> kidding um, uh, but jill i want to go to you next but i do yes. just have a, a kind of uh off of what we were talking about just a simple question here do you prefer the buzzers or the speed round or the fast money rounds buzzers a thousand percent okay yeah yeah, I like that, it too because it's. it's I, one I didn't start. I didn't start the season that way, but and I was like solidly against the buzzers. But uh, I, I will, I will die on that hill now. Buzzers are where it's at. So, uh, Dragon Con next year, buzzers. <laughs> I think I was, if I suggest, if you knew Daniel, like if if I suggested something like that, he would see the value in it. Like he wouldn't think it was just like the most idiotic thing that he had ever heard. But I might as well have like clown paint on suggesting. Something. Yeah, you know? yeah. he would like be that. like, he'd yeah. be like, sit down. This is my show. <laughs> you just like you just work here. I run this. <laughs> yeah. I love for the half second, Molly. Like you were like gonna drink, and you heard Dragon Con and buzzers, and you're just like, no. <laughs> she, she, she's like, mm. don't you bring that? Don't you bring that evil into that? <laughs> yeah. This uh, past year at Dragon Con, Daniel was like, I think I made this too hard. So buzzers are are a long ways away. Yeah, nobody'd be buzzing in. He'd just be sitting. <laughs> They'd just be sitting there. Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like that Marisol and Griffey Nooms question where it took them like 10 yeah. minutes to, yeah yeah, um, yeah we, we have about 10 minutes left so jill do you have anything for thomas uh that you would like to ask him? um i do and i don't know if we've already talked about it because i've All good. been in All good. 5 p.m orange county pretty traffic. much buzzers is what we um, buzzers about. okay so <laughs> i don't know if you can talk about this yet but i'm gonna ask it anyway um when you did your speech at the end oh, of your win yes. thank you um, I turned to, I turned to like the entire crew and I went, we love a good heel turn. Yeah. And I was so yeah. stoked about it. So, um, <laughs> if you are able, can you talk to us about how excited, how intrigued you are about stepping into that heel role? I like it. I, I have a particular brand on it. I told, uh, when we, when this was discussed and the move was sort of set in, uh, in motion, I said, I like, I will not be uh, mean or direct shots at another player. Like that's yeah. not going to be like, I'm not going to be Shundra does it amazingly. And he doesn't like, I, I think if you know him, you know, full well that none of that is, is in like intended as a personal shot, but like, that's You're not, not going to be gold leader essentially. Right. <laughs> I will. Well, he's the exception. Right? Just, <laughs> he's, he's like a cardboard cutout cartoon of a human being. So that's <laughs> But he delivers it equally. He's I feel like we're we're like yeah, yeah, yeah. brothers from another mother. But <laughs> but I and I also thought that that's that's a space that's been that that is occupied right now mm -hmm. by people that do it probably better than I can. And that's just not me. And like I, I I'm not gonna play something that's that's gonna take me like out of my own headspace, but I can be a drill sergeant. I can be that's, like I can that's get what I, was getting. I can get at the audience, I can not no, not in a mean way, but in like intimidating yeah you, you guys yeah. are you haven't seen me before you haven't interacted <laughs> with me before and i heard you at all points I, in fact i almost like leaned into the mic like you know you can clap after i get a question right too <laughs> <laughs> that would have been right i didn't want to disrupt the flow welcome to being a heel yeah <laughs> you're allowed to do that thomas you can do that you know <laughs> that would have been so great. yeah but i i think the uh the the setting things up with and in, in planning the like the big obvious seed with the Pledge of Allegiance at the start. Yeah, uh, Kate, that was Kate, fun too. Kate so and I had good. come up with that, and uh, and then at the end, um, 
you know, it just naturally, and this is why I said you couldn't have scripted it well because the the crowd was was so far behind Nikki, and for for very good reasons that uh, that it just naturally set me up to make that speech. And like in reality, there were people cheering both ways. Up on mm -hmm. stage, you could only hear all the cheers <laughs> for her, and so it was just it was just perfect. Because in the mo in the moment, I was like, no, just slip into this role and just like like lean into to. Uh, th this drill sergeant aspect and 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 lock these folks up so yeah that's that's fun and i'm excited for where it goes it was great you killed it it was thanks chef's kiss like, <laughs> looking back on the year do you think you could have or would want to have ever played with anyone other than kate no no i and that goes down to i told her this the other day after i got back and we kind of did a, a download i said this season could have been a like a complete flaming wreck and the success out of all of it would have been the the pure happenstance that we ended up together because we didn't talk before the draft there were no interviews not like like swag where i sat down and did a combine with practice questions mm -hmm. full metal i like that full metal major. full metal major <laughs> I like that jot that down um but uh but there was not that connection beforehand but we are, you know, we're very, both of us have two kids. Like she just gets where I'm coming from mm -hmm. and, and really, really quick to, quickly picked up on what I need and what I don't need as a player. And the two of us just mesh really well together in that aspect, even like on site there. Um, she had just this keen sense of uh, exactly what would be helpful for me in the moment. And, and knew, we, we did a practice session. It was this like Thursday night. And there was a question. I jumped the buzzer on a question and got like angry about it. I was just like, <laughs> I got it wrong. I got it. It was like swing and a miss. And then the ball bounces back and hits you in the head. Like, kinda, <laughs> Oh no. And, uh, and she goes like, why don't we, we'll do, we'll do like three more questions and then we're calling it. Like she had that sense that like, this was not productive. Yeah. And I like, you know, she's getting like heading back. Uh, you know, I pulled her aside. I was like, that was exactly what I needed. She was like, I know, I know, I know you at this point, And like, I can tell. Awesome. And so, yeah, that was, that was sort of an encapsulating moment, but yeah, she's perfect uh, as, as the exact kind of manager that I need. And the kind of person that understands that if, if you call me and I don't pick up, it's not because I'm being a flake. It's probably because I'm like coloring chalk on the sidewalk or like, you know, oh, wearing I'm a tutu coloring. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got princesses to play. <laughs> um, speaking, speaking of Kate, uh, and I don't think anybody's talked about this, but whatever did she, were there consequences for her breaking your Y wing? Oh no, that, I forgot about that. Everyone gasped upstairs at the Y wing breaking. Like we're like, we went, oh my god. No! <laughs> She was really upset. I, um, I, I leaned, you can tell there's like a moment where I lean into her and she's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, <laughs> that cost $700. And I was like, no, I'm kidding. I was like, you pop it right back on. These new faces in a heartbeat. You said that they freaked out. Uh, yeah. I, I believe, I believe stupid things. Huh? Yeah. Not Actually, even a real Y wing would cost that much. Time. How dare you? I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> well, okay, speaking, of, speaking of, what did you think of Alex and Molly's sign at their booth? You know, I uh, Molly's got a video of what happened to that sign. So <laughs> I need to post that. 
my knee my knee told the best story to just like okay. snapping it in half but there was a moment while they were while they were debating their challenge and kind of deciding whether they were going to do that i actually asked her to pull it out of the the little case because i was just gonna like zoom it around like fly it around <laughs> i was like i know what i'm gonna say to this challenge and i know it's not gonna be successful but like might as well have fun while they're deciding what they're gonna do and she was like it's in pieces i was like oh, it's in pieces <laughs> oh no uh well crew any any final questions or comments for uh for the major himself before we let him get out of here congratulations it was lovely meeting you like yeah. actually yeah, in seriously. real life person yeah. like you're tall you're, you're, a, you're a sweetheart you are an absolute <laughs> peach there's so, so many was, tall people in the schmodown there's a lot of tall people in the there schmodown. are a lot of tall people <laughs> i spent all my time looking up yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Big. Big. Congratulations. You're. You're going. I mean. You're. Look. You're an undefeated champion going into next season. I'm sure it's going to be tough. Questions. Players. The way it's all kind of uh, set up with the way that Christian is setting things up for season nine. Um. But I'm sure you're just like, as excited as we are, and everything that's going forward for the den and the change that's happening there, and uh, that just big fat congratulations on everything that you su successfully did Thanks. this year, man. It's. It's. It's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. It was it was great meeting all of you, getting to hang out and uh, realize. And you know, I think I got three questions right the entire rest of the night. <laughs> That's how we felt. But, uh, yeah, it was very humbling. <laughs> you come from a high, and then you just even it out with a, a real low. But yeah, 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 yeah. that was great seeing everybody. Well, Thomas, we hope you have a great off season. I uh, hope it's you know enjoyable, a nice little break, and uh, we'll we'll catch you here soon in season nine, man. We'll be talking soon, so catch y'all soon. Yeah, have a good night. Thank Take you again. Care. Thank you. Hi, Jill. Hi. Hi Jill. Hello. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Not yeah. Sorry. Um, chaos. I but uh, I I missed our uh, very festive um, little banner. I forgot that this existed. But yeah, I, I made a new one for this year because look, look at the stockings. I was gonna say the stockings are new. These are yeah. these are new. The yeah. Grogu is. I remember the Grogu. That's why I was like, oh, we had this. I remember. Yeah. But yeah. These are new. I like Molly them. is now set in that corner for the rest yeah. of the month. She's right there. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fix this light bulb right here. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, appreciate you, you using him, having him hold a little blue orb that kind of looks like his little macaroon. Yeah, it's, it's a little, little macaroon. Yeah, it's like or, a macaroon flash ornament, is what. Or it those means. eggs that he kept eating. Oh, that's, that's true. Oh, I have. That, that's just so. Right, Silvestrini gave me these little guys for my birthday, and he's he's getting his little oh, eggs. Aww. Look at him. Oh, why, why, why do you look so sad? Because he's no, he's determined. He's got his arm. I got it. He's doing it. He's trying to get his little. I do the same face when I try to grab something. That makes sense. Sean, she gave me she gave me two of them. The other one is him hiding underneath Din Jaren's helmet, and Sean stole it from me. Oh, that's that's currently in his office right now. Okay, so real quick, because I before Brennan gets here, which he'll get here in about ten minutes or so, I want to talk about this match, the Star Wars match, because we haven't really like gotten to talk about it. But I do want to read these streamlabs that have been sitting here real quick. So the first one comes from Kyle Beckworth, who is one of our beautiful patrons. Uh, and he says, hope you all had a nice, relaxing week. I had so much fun at Spectacular. The highlight of the trip was the rooftop meetup. Oh, Meeting so all fun. of the view crew was amazing. Thank you, Rachel. Looking forward to seeing everyone again at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, that was uh, that was a, that was probably my favorite, favorite thing we did. That was so fun. Yeah, that uh, was meeting awesome. everyone who supported us and kind of like we see in the chat every single day. Curtis, Rachel, Chuck, 
Andy, you know, everyone Brady. that's involved. I, I could keep naming them all. But, um, it could have been a few degrees warmer. It was a little chilly. Other, we otherwise, were stories high. So it was, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it was perfect. I uh, heard I heard a certain someone ended up in the pool later. What? Chuck, can you confirm or deny you can ended you in the pool? Confirm or deny you ended up in the pool? I heard. Chuck ended that. up in the pool. I heard. We that. heard that Chuck heard. ended up in the pool. I heard. Wow. That so, that's that's right. the tea. That's right. the tea. Um. That's the tea. It was spring weather. Oh, hey, Sully. How's your car, bud? Oh, sorry. Oh, hi, hi, Sean. Too soon. Too soon. Um. Yes. No. I mean, look, we we talked about it, but Kyle is the one who gifted us those incredible gift cards. Uh, which we used, like, <laughs> which we immediately we, like, immediately we used, used the next night for happy hour. We did. Um, we fed perfect. the entire POV house with Taco Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Uh, and okay, so the next one, the next streamlabs, I'm actually going to save for a later match because it actually has discussion about the Finsock Exchange. I'll save that for one of the Griffin News oh. match. Um, also, Rachel, the food. Yeah, I oh mean, my Rachel, God. Rachel, Rachel so went great. all out. Uh, Rachel we have, it. We literally have the best mod on the planet. Um, she is incredible. What mod she did, squad. the mod squad. You guys saw the photo. So the mod squad. I want to. I want to say this on record. I said it in the Discord. But for anyone who saw those amazingly gorgeous mod squad like windbreaker jackets, the Christian jackets. Christian Harloff literally pulled me aside during the expo and said, "Did you see those jackets? That is the <laughs> coolest effing thing I've ever seen." So we are so lucky. He was the, uh, jealous. Gasped from the four of us when you threw when i saw i freaked out when i saw that i could so know. good i could not so believe it. i'm also good. not surprised that the three of them pulled that off like <laughs> no not at all oh, like, no it was amazing yeah. it was so good. awesome i had um, no clue okay so real quick, uh yeah hey, P yeah pj was there too that's right that's right um okay so for the next like five ten minutes so i want to talk about the star wars match just between the four of us because we haven't really got to talk about it and decompress over what happened we talked a little bit with uh, about thomas but just overall, our thoughts, you know, the impact of it going into next year, how both of them played. Uh, Jill, since you got here a little late, why don't you start us off? What did you think of the Star Wars match? Um, I, I, what's funny is I think one of my favorite at because this I was very because Star Wars matches just stress me out because I don't know what's <laughs> happening half the time because yeah. like I don't I don't know how you guys like keep this information in your brains i'll never understand it so yeah. well not all of us do that's why I, are uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. a bunch of psychopaths that's a all bunch of psychopaths um my personal favorite thing about this match was kind of a behind the scenes thing and see and in the balcony we had every single star wars player who was not competing for the championship huddled together at one little table and i was watching them you're like answering this question. This is the coolest photo I took all weekend. Yeah. yeah. So it was like it was Zach and, and, Sean and Alex them. and Molly. And like, that's in between a question. While they're trying to answer it, the three of them and, are just talking. And Hoey and I hate that picture because it's literally just my stomach on the left hand side. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Stop. But that was that was really cool for me to see. Um, but yeah, I mean. I, th I think we got kind of what we expected out of these two competitors where it really came down to one question kind yeah, of was, sort of i like, mean the bonus didn't even matter it was the speed round the yeah one. And after round two it was tied which yeah. it left it so it was zeros and because thomas had one more speed round question he yeah that like in and i think that's what we expected from these two players because they are as I lovingly call my Star Wars competitors, um, psychopaths. Um, they they know full blown they, psychopaths. They know their Star Wars, and 
they displayed that crazy freaking knowledge. And I really like how both Sam and Kate also got really into it. Like Sam was like, Sam was doing what Sam does and be like, yo, shut the F up. So my competitor can hear these questions. He was doing what Sam does. And then Kate was over there with her fanny pack and breaking Y wings. You know, that's what Kate does. So it was a really fun yet stressful match, but it was like, I, I loved every second of it though. It was, it was quintessential prime star Wars championship match that you expect to see at a spectacular. I love that the questions were so hard that I never knew if the answer was right. Me neither. That's and why I just so, watched these guys over here. Yeah. I was like, I'll see if they know. So it's, it's very rare for both Alex and I to, to witness something star Wars trivia related and not know more than a cup, like one or two answers. Like there were more than a couple that we were just like, I, I have a guess, but I don't know off the top of my head. So that is always a treat for, for us and for me. But this, this match at Spectacular was the biggest, the hardest Star Wars match, like live Spectacular match yet for Star Wars. Like this is, this is gonna be- Remember when people used to have fun doing the Star Wars division? Not anymore. These, those two do. Those two have fun. That's why. Well, that's crazy. funny that it's funny that you mentioned that, Brian, because Thomas literally said he goes, "This it was the most fun match I played all year." I go, like, yeah. "Bro, they were speaking yeah. gibberish half the time." Like, what? Say it with I me. I think I know Psycho Star Wars pass. until I watch these freaking matches. <laughs> yeah, I, I will, know nothing. I will say though that the the match I think does have a certain importance because it's almost like it almost is putting the Star Wars division in like a different section of what it used to be. Right. Like it's the match of saying like, okay, well we're in the thick of it now. Like this is what it's going to be like going forward. Right. The beginning of the year was a lot different. We were still kind of in the, the beginning stages of what it was really going to become. But now after this match and even the tournament, we now know what a new star Wars division looks like. And this is kind of like the culmination of it all and what we can expect to see going forward. Thanks. Think, now I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun, you nerds. Because it's sorry, Molly. <laughs> Have fun, you nerds. Well, it's no. interesting to me because I I don't know what the future looks like for the FCL. Just because I I mean I don't know that anyone really does right now, but uh, I I'm interested to see if if this is the direction that the Star Wars division is going in the Schmodown. I wonder if more people might be interested in checking out the the star wars fcl <laughs> matches because they might be like a little bit easier to play along to and you know yeah. myself included i can uh, answer FCL it's like that gift like, i know what's happening there I, it's, it's like that gift i'm gonna go over here for a minute <laughs> and just you, you know what's gonna you know what's gonna suck at the end of next year the fcl championship series is gonna feel like this match and everyone's gonna be like well i have nowhere to go now yeah. <laughs> now, I just, now what now what do I, I, do? I have nowhere to go now so. Bunch of psychopaths. <laughs> Overall, though, I think I think it was it's definitely one of the best Star Wars matches we've seen. I mean, Nikki just missed the bonus, just the bonus. Okay. That's all that decided this match essentially. Well, obviously, the speed round is what ultimately decided it. But if she would have gotten that right, we would have gone into overtime, and then we would have probably seen what the IG match had uh, with that match and that crazy, oh. which we will we get. Can't, to. We can't take anymore. We we <laughs> will get to that. Um, but yeah, an incredible match. Uh, and Thomas is walking away as an undefeated rookie going into 2022, which is 
It's nuts. Yeah. And like what you said about the managers being so like zeroed in the whole time and just like focused, they had to be because it was, it would have come down to like one question. Mm -hmm. And so they had to be on point, which they were. Um, But yeah. So much fun to watch. I just hope we get a story, the storyline of no one can beat Thomas. And then that crazy psychopathic, 12 year old that knows everything about <laughs> Star Wars comes in, and he just starts destroying on his way to Thomas and it's just like go 12 year old he's in college now which is crazy to me when we first started doing Dragon Con Trivia he was young so now we just know him as that young kid who this, runs this, this insane trivia baby. yeah but yeah uh, oh I I'm absolutely gonna take video of Thomas getting destroyed in Dragon <laughs> Trivia and just be like, ha it happens. What a loser. <laughs> um, but, okay, I mean, so... He, he'll probably win that, too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Tim, Brennan, and Richard, I will get to your Streamlabs. I uh, have them waiting in the wing, but I want to get to our next guest because he is here. Uh, there's been a lot of conversation over the last year about this team and if they have the GOAT status, if they don't have the GOAT status. It's a conversation we can have now with one half of that team. Uh, part of Shazam for the Quirky Mercs, the reigning defending champion himself, Mr. Brendan Meyer. What's hey, up? Hey, what's up? Hi, Brendan. Welcome back. Good Thanks to see you, Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yes, perfect. perfect. All right, excellent. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, safe, of course. Everything, safe travels back from uh, LA and everything? You good? I'm good. No, I'm still in LA. I'm staying oh, okay. in LA for the Christmas. Yeah, my family in Canada is going to come to me. So, uh, so nice. yeah, it's great. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, before we get to the championship side of all this and the match, how was your experience at Spectacular? First time in two years since we've had a legit live event outside of New York. Um, how was it being back in front of the crowds and the stage and all that? Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was so fun. It was so great to see everybody that I didn't get to see like at the New York event or any of the like cantina tapings or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was so fun. I just and, and to get to be in that building again was cool because that's where we had the free for all way back when. Where That's uh, where it all you know, started with yeah, you. Huh? <laughs> where it all started for me. Uh, so that was kind of eerie uh, to be back in those rooms. Uh, you know, uh, that was really wild. Actually, Bibbs and I just went and waited uh, where we waited to walk on first for the free for all way back then at a certain point. So that was kind of we pretty much knew where to wait. We're like, we'll just go here and <laughs> hang out before the match. Um, and uh, yeah, it was so great to see everybody. And it was it was actually kind of fun that our match wound up being first because there wasn't a single match that I kind of didn't get to watch uh, mm-hmm. as a fan. You know, I was able to actually watch all of them, which was fun. Because, nice. um, yeah, if it had been the third match or something like else, else, I'm sure there would have been at least one, if not more, that I would have had to be <laughs> off somewhere studying or doing <laughs> in the corner. No, that's pretty cool. That's right. Uh, Ryan, I'll let you start this one off, man. You got a question for the kid? Well, you kind of started to answer my question. I was going to say, I mean, we usually typically have singles and teams last. How was it starting just right off the bat, getting it, being done with it, and just you get to actually enjoy spectacular this time. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually great to be able to do that. And, you know, because it's such a big event, um, you know, you got to be there early. Everyone who's playing has to be there really. I mean, really everyone in general, but really everyone has to play, had to be there pretty early that day. So that was kind of nice. Cause if I've got to be up pretty early, I'm not going to like, I'm 
so I don't usually get a good sleep the night before the matches just because it takes a minute to sort of wind down at the end of the day um, and and sort of uh, trick yourself into falling asleep that there's nothing going on tomorrow and that, uh, <laughs> you know, just enjoy uh, your rest. Uh, so I had to get up early. Uh, so, you know, having to get up that early, 1230 is a good time to play, you know, uh, which was about when it started at 1230, one o'clock. So that was kind of nice because I, I feel like if it, if it had been later, if I had to have that kind of sleep and then play it like five or four or something like that, it, I might have been hitting that like afternoon dip uh so that was nice uh so so yeah i actually was pretty happy i think we found out a few days before that that was going to be the case and i was actually pretty happy about it i was like that's good i i'd rather just once i'm there you know just go for it i mean you have a little bit less time to sort of i guess prepare and, and take a look at the wheel and stuff like that but you know yeah jill yes um first of all because bibs is the one who brought it up um congratulations on winning your first spectacular Yay! <laughs> curse right. is broken. The curse has been broken. <laughs> that is um, nice. That is nice. I'm gonna jump right into it. What? First of all, do you feel that Shazam is the goat of the teams division? No. Um, I want to know your feelings on that. And <laughs> what you're nice to say something like I, that. Brendan, we're I asking the you. hard questions. I love you, and you're a peach. But I want you to be brutally honest yeah. with me. Um and. What do you have to say to the naysayers who still are going, oh, well, Jill. actually, oh, man, 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 man. Oh, Jill. I, I, Look, hello. Hi. I think that's sort of, that is sort of the question is that, is that I, I feel, I feel now, especially after this, that we're right up there. One of the, one of the best, one of the, I mean, you know, it, it, we never played the other teams that other people say are the best and stuff, but I think where we're at now, which I think is great is that, you can't actually talk about the best team in um, the team's division without explaining why it isn't us. And I don't mean that in that it's not us. I mean that in terms of like, I think we've gotten to that zone and I feel like it's the same. Whereas I think we're still in a zone where when you say, you know, Shazam is the best team, someone might go, well, what about Patriots? Well, what about Shire Wolves? Um, and I think now we're we're at the point where, I, you know, you can't say, well, it's Patriots without someone going, hey, hey, what about Shazam? Come on, man. You know, I think we're finally in that zone and I think we deserve to be in that zone uh, where, you know, no discussion of that can kind of kind of be had. But, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I, I think that the case is stronger, is super strong, uh, three defenses. And, you know, I I um, I certainly uh, don't I don't quibble with anybody uh, who feels we're the best team of all time. And again, I, I think, you know, I think there are still some arguments you can make for the other teams. But, uh, you know, I you know, we'll see. Goat. That, that, Goat. Was yeah. simple, that was the most Goat. civil answer, and I, uh -huh. I, 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 yeah, that's about. He tried what to. He tried to work his way around it. So good. But it's like, like, come on, look, come on. Look at the end of the day. I feel. I feel the thirteen wins is the thing. I think we have the most wins. But no, no. But I mean, I mean, the about about Goat and all this different stuff. I mean, it's the best. I mean, I, I do feel like um now what we've achieved is the benchmark for other teams like can you get to that many wins yeah. can you sort of um but sometimes it's just lightning in a bottle you know sometimes what a team does like i i don't i don't think another team uh -huh, i see a, what you did there uh, <laughs> no, but like, it's like sometimes you just are like i mean do i think that if if you know as the schmodan continues to grow another team could have a have a shot to get more than 13 wins absolutely but i think you know to have a 13 and 2 record i don't think any team will ever do that you know i think it's That's just one of those things that you know it's not necessarily because we're way better than everyone else but because you are just say you know, it say you're with no, I, no it's so funny i was just talking to someone it, about this i was talking to someone about this the other day and it's so funny because you know i feel like i'm always going to come down just a little bit lower on our our team than other people will because i have so much more knowledge of like 
the small margins. You know, people watch a match and they go, well, they won this one. They won this one. They won this one. They won this one. They'll probably just win all these matches. And I, I always say, well, I'm the one that showed up that day. I know exactly the two slices that if we spin that in any match we play, if we just spin that slice, we probably lose or it's really <laughs> close, right? Like you all, or, or I know in, in the matches like the corruption match where you go to sudden death or, or, or matches where, you know, one point was the difference between us answering a five pointer or not to win. I know how close I was to, you know, writing a different answer, or I know that, oh, if we played this match two months ago, I wouldn't have known that, or like all this different stuff, you know, that, that is the, the, the separation. So, uh, you know, as much as I'm super proud of the record and I feel like it's amazing and I'm, I'm proud to say that we're an amazing team and I'm proud of the accomplishments uh, and, and no one's done what we've done. Uh, I also, I, you know, I'm always going to feel like, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are going to do that. And uh, look, I'm very, like I said, I'm not going to argue with anyone who says that. And, and I, I'm, I feel more, especially after finishing off the year, I feel like, you know, maybe we are, you know, I really do feel that after finishing off the year. Uh, I, uh, I mean, what I else can you guys do? Yeah. Like, Honestly, well, no, no, like, no, no. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't think we can do anything else. I think yeah. it's just, you know, uh, other people have, have their favorites or have things that they, they like. And look, I mean, well, they're wrong. you know, <laughs> will, will we get to six defenses? Uh, I guess we have a shot. I mean, I probably, I won't even think about that until we win the next one. Um, and we're two away, but, uh, you know, even then, I mean, you know, it's, you know, Maybe we won't get to that. I don't think we have to get to that to be the greatest team of all time. But if someone so wants either. to use that as the thing, that's fine. I don't think so either. So. Um, <laughs> Molly, you got anything? Um, so we were talking a little bit earlier about just like the, the sheer difficulty of the Star Wars questions. And I'm mm -hmm. curious because I, I can't, I don't have a way to gauge that in mm -hmm. singles really uh, <laughs> and in teams. Right. What do you think about the difficulty of the questions that uh, the teams matches have been getting this season it's it's really interesting and it, it's tough to it's tough to give a straight answer to this too because because um because it's so subjective you know it, it it's tough to to know you know what what that what like what that is but i think they've been getting very very difficult and i think that, that i think what's great about the teams league though is that and Star Wars is this way too, but Star Wars is so tricky because you've got this sort of thing, but it's like anything. The question difficulty can be incredibly, it seems interesting too, because both people have to carry the load. So it doesn't matter if it's the easiest match of the year question wise, or the hardest match of the year question wise, you still have to know more than the other person, right? So it doesn't matter if the question, if the round one is so easy objectively, and you feel that way as a player, that if you miss one, you know, you're in trouble. Like I would say like some of the questions we got in the Otter Couple match where we went perfect, were a little bit easier than some of the other matches we played, but we got them all, you know? And so then it became the margin of error. Can you be the person to not miss one? Whereas, you know, when we played lightning time, everybody missed questions and, you know, you had to make sure you missed the least and, you know, you had to minimize your sort of, so, so it's hard to say on any given day because, uh, you know, you, you walk off. I mean, I've had that happen many times where I've said to another competitor, like, well, pulled a hard five and they're like, eh, I don't know. Well, that was pretty, pretty easy, man. And I was like, what are you talking about? That was really hard, you know? And then other times, other times, you know, I'll, I'll be in a match and I'll get it right. And my opponent will get it right. And I'll think nothing of it. And I'll be talking to people at the bar afterwards and like, can't find a lot of people that knew it. And you'll go, Oh, that's really crazy that like, I didn't even think of that as a hard question. I knew it within one second. And then my partner knew it too, or my opponent knew it too. And so I never thought about the question again. Uh, and then you talked to, and then you realize it was actually a good poll. <laughs> yeah. 
I never know the but, answer. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> that's like me. I mean, it's all, but but that's that's kind of the fun of it is that you, you you never know and you have to sort of and that's why I love teams so much is that it continually flows in and out of of um, both teammates having to you know deliver and you being able to work together and and it you know it's always kind of a different a different thing you know it's like. Bibbs knew the betting round question. I didn't. He was the only one up there. But I knew the betting round question against Lightning Time, and I think I was the only one that really had that title right as well. So, you know, you, you give and take. You know? mm-hmm. I wanted to ask because I know that we were actually talking after the match. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were actually talking after the match, and you, you were talking specifically about your round one. Um, and how you oh, didn't yeah. have the best of round ones. Uh, yeah. How was your one ever? How was your mindset uh, after that? Were you able to kind of clear that and just, you know, you're now working with Bibbs going forward or in the back of your mind, were you like, oh, like that, that wasn't what I was hoping for? Yeah. Well, again, it, it's interesting the way these things happen because I was disappointed early on, you know, when I, when I missed a couple, um, that was disappointing. Um, and, and so that was tough, but then, you know, it's kind of sometimes how you finish. Right. And, and, and Bibbs and I both getting the last question when they both missed and flipping, you know, what was looking like the first time we were ever going to trail after round one. I remember people talk about that a lot. Sometimes like, you know, they never trailed after round one. And I know that internally, and I've always thought that's a cool thing to keep going. It's not success. It doesn't always mean you're going to win, but it's a fun, it's a fun record to have. Um, and, uh, you know, midway through that round, I'm like, well, this is it. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, and, and before, and before every match, you know, I, I say to Bibbs, I go, you know, maybe I manifested it, but I said, I said this after the other matches too. So I didn't, but I say to Bibbs, I'm like, look, even if one of us has a bad round and we're losing by a couple, you know, we were winning the two matches we lost. Like people win five round matches all the time, losing after round one. So if, and when that day comes that we step up to round one and we don't have the lead, you know who cares? Like we're still going to have a good chance to win, you know? Yeah. Um, and so midway through that round, I was starting to think like, well, this is going to be the one we might be down by. A, it wasn't going to be a lot because Bibbs was hanging in there, but I thought, you know, and I wasn't that far behind Khan either, but I thought, you know, it's like, you know, we might be down by one or two here and we're just going to have to push through it. And so to be able to pull, um, you know, Wesley Snipes and, and kind of flip it uh, kind of changed my energy going into the round because even though I was like, wow, it could have been more if I would have could have gotten one or two of those, um, we're still kind of in a position, you know, we're still winning. We're still up by one, which is a position we're used to being in. Now we can have them go first and we can, we, you know, the match can still operate the way that we normally want it to operate. And, you know, things have changed over the years as I feel like I've grown in confidence in the league and um, in my own abilities. And I've had great matches where I did the best in round one. But I remember my mindset in the early days was always just, well, Bibbs is the best player. And I just have to make sure that I do as well or hopefully one point better, but at the very least as well as whoever the second player is for their team. And if Bibbs can get one more point than the best player for their team, then we'll have the lead every time, you know? And that was always the goal, you know, as I always, I'm always in round one, only just trying to make sure that I stay with one person because usually Bibbs is one of the most consistent round one players uh, in mm-hmm. the game's history. So, so, so it was yeah. funny. It was a bit of a throwback to the old days. I mean, sort of <laughs> scrapping it out there uh, and trying to you know, make sure I kept this in it and him kind of being the only one to uh, go perfect which is how we had to lead in a lot of our early matches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That yeah. is very true. Uh, Jill, do you got anything else? Um, I'm just so thrilled for you guys for finally getting that win at Spectacular. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for, like like we talked about with my question, I feel like for a lot of people that was kind mm-hmm. of the end-all be-all for you guys was, well, they haven't won a Spectacular. Yeah. And so now you can 
hoist your middle finger at those guys and be like, suck it, you know? Oh yeah, he's like, gonna hoist his middle not finger that, at him. Not that he'll, it. not that he'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that for him. I'll be like, suck it. They won. No, no. Look, um, and I mean, I, I, I hesitate to just come on and say, oh, we're the greatest, we're the greatest, because you know, anytime you say that, you know, now you're, you know, you're waiting for if something goes wrong next season. All of a sudden, you've opened yourself up. But, but we'll I, I, I'm very proud. I'm very, mind. I'm very proud of the things that we've done. You know, it's not false. I mean, I, I, you know, when we talk about, you know, spectacular was kind of the final thing. Uh, you, you know, it's it's. What is that supposed to mean? Oh God! Sean, Sean came in. Sean, oh, apparently you have to win a match in another country other than America to be considered the goat, according to Sean. You're talking. I won a bunch of matches while I was in Canada. What is he? Canada when he won a bunch of matches. I've actually, I will say, I've never won the belt in Canada, which is actually kind of a funny. Both times we won the belts, where I was, I was in the other room over there here in in LA, and then the defenses were also in person. But yes, but no, we won like. We won three teams matches in uh, in Canada. So. Yeah, Sean. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. That's digital right. Sean. Uh, yeah. It's the digital era. He can <laughs> yeah, exactly, right exactly, exactly. The London, the London England live event. You know, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to face England's greatest trivia champions. We have to find them. Yes. Uh, but uh, no, it's great. I mean, I'm, I, I, it, it, it was interesting because and it's probably a good thing is that, is that even though we, we kept getting higher and higher and beyond what I thought, it did always feel like people were continually asking questions of like, well, can you do this? And can you do this? And well, you haven't done this. And so that's good though. Cause that fuels you, you know, and even when you're sitting there and you have more wins than anyone in the division at 11, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, but, but, well, we have to win another one because, you know, defending twice is what the, you know, if we don't win a spectacular and you know, you, you know, that stuff is actually great. You want to use that stuff as fuel because yeah. that's how, like that's that's frankly how you know great sport people uh, succeed and continue and and get into goat status, right? That's how you see the great tennis players. The great is that they win more than they ever expected, or maybe they expected to, but they win more than most people ever do, and they're still like, "Well, I have to win this one. I have to win this one." And even though yeah. that's not really the way I operate in my heart, uh, uh, I I love using that in my head, you know, because I'm yeah. like, "Well, if I use this as you know, like I you know, you have to." Cause it's so easy to walk into spectacular. You got 12 wins defended twice this year and just be like, eh, you know, what do we really need this to? And it's great to go in with the mindset of like, well, no, we've never won it, but we, we need to win this one. We, you know, you, you always yeah. want to have that little chip on your shoulder, that little underdog, that, yeah. that fire. Cause that helps you play well. You know, that's how you, and, and, you know, you'll see it with these people next year. I mean, that's, what's interesting about the league is every person mm -hmm. uh, in every division had an undefeated season this year where they won every match. It's crazy to think about, but every person, yeah. And so that's that's going to be the thing that's going to propel these people, like a guy like Thomas Harper who came in and mm -hmm. he's like, "Well, I need to prove, you know." And I think he, I saw a little bit of what he was talking about in the show earlier about how he's on answering the mail on all this different stuff. And so mm -hmm. it's on him now to, you know, he's got to yeah. come up with the next question so that he yep. does take that extra. He does get up that hour earlier in the morning. I mean, it's different in some of these Star Wars and IG things, you know, because as soon as you start, that's why I think the IG belt was so hard to defend for so long is that. Is that yeah. you know it's hard when you were you are putting everything into it, um, you know then you have to keep putting everything into it because there's mm -hmm. some hungry person who hasn't won it yet, and so it's like you know it's it's so hard. Um, so that's kind of the energy that we have to we have to continue. But regardless, you know the spectacular thing was so big just because like you know it was so nice uh, two years in a row. You know with that team, I've come to that final match. And if we just win it, we're champions at the end of the year. We never lost all year. And you kind of get to push your feet up a bit at the end of the year and go like, 
man, I put a lot into Shimoda this year and now I have the belt, you know, and I, I but both years that was kind of like yanked away at the last minute. Oh, no. like, yeah. Actually, actually, no, you got TKO'd. Actually, no, you blew a six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, both years, even though I was really proud, I mean, every year we've done something great. You know, we won the team tournament, we won the belts, but like it, both times it was sort of like, you know, yanked out and, uh, you know, uh, it was fun. I mean, I joked with someone the night before. I, I think we were at your, your thing, Jill. I was like, well, you know, it can't happen a third time. You know, we got to. <laughs> 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 like, you know, this can't keep this. happening. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, the, the, what I really said, though, which is funny, is I said, you know, the idea of losing three times at Spectacular to me seems impossible, but winning all the other ones it also seems <laughs> So maybe that's our curse, you know. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, to be, able, to, be able, to be able to come back there and win there and and – you know, that's kind of the one setting uh, that we hadn't really done yet is win in mm -hmm. front of that big a crowd. You know, we mm -hmm. won, it, um, won it Collision, which was like fun because that was like the old studio tapings with like a mm -hmm. group of like 30 or 40 people involved in the uh, community and stuff. And that's always fun because that's the way I started was coming to the tapings. But yeah, to win, I mean, you know, whether it's the GOAT team or not, you know, we've done pretty like the whole list is pretty much checked off for me. Uh, you know, we'll see if we'll see. I mean, if we win a couple more and we can go for the six defenses, I guess that'll be the next thing. But. You know, nice. even if that doesn't happen, I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm, gonna I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Gonna no, I'm genuinely not. I'm not. Manifestation. It's going to happen. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, we'll see. There's a lot of great teams. I mean, I, I think the way I always feel before these matches is just. I won't be that bummed if we lose because I'm I'm always I'm always ready to be happy to hand the belts to another person that I respect mm -hmm. and another person who loves movies. It's only that I know you know, when the next match comes around and people are like, who's going to get that? You're not in it. That I'll be like, oh, well, it would have been fun to still be in, you know, it would have been fun to yeah. be in that next match, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so that's always what I'm looking forward to, you know, is that, yeah. is that next year. You're not you know, handing those belts <laughs> off anymore. Jake <laughs> <laughs> is like, Jake you is like so no. It's not not doing it. Slow down. You're not, not doing it. <laughs> uh, I yeah. wanted to ask, um, as, because he was such an anomaly this year, mm -hmm. And that he is a fellow actor. What did you think of the whole Griffey Nooms movement that happened this year? Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing, man. You know, I've been hearing about him for a couple of years just from because Paula Yama's a big fan of Blank Check, and so are a couple mm -hmm. of other people. So I've sort of like heard about, but I never I only started listening to the show this year. And I love the show. So I kind of got excited, you know, as he started to become more involved because I was certainly a <laughs> a late, a late, late adopter to the thing. But but by the time he was winning matches, I was like, oh yeah, I love Blank Check. And it's like a totally big fan. <laughs> and like, people like Alex, Alex and like all these people have been listening to years. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I like I like Blank Check. They're like, come on, man. He's been listening for like two months. But uh, no, it was awesome to see someone come in. It, you know, this is what I hope continues to happen as the Schmodown continues to grow, is that they can find these new people, whether it's Griffin or whether it's Josh Horowitz or 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 Connor, these people that that they keep finding these people, you know, because listening to the podcast, you know, Griffin had done a lot of different movie trivia things before, nothing quite of what is the Schmodown, but like a lot of like really competitive movie trivia things and had succeeded. And so like the fact that they keep finding, like they need to just keep finding these people who... It's almost like finding a Dragon Con player who's good at Star Wars over here and then goes, can I be good at Star Wars here and actually buys mm -hmm. in? And and anytime they can find anybody like that, especially someone who's such a great performer like Griffin was and was so funny and was able to bring out a lot outside of it, um, is really exciting for the show. So it was really fun to see uh, him go all the way. And, you know, when he won both tournaments, I was like, oh, my God, like, is he just about to, you know, and, and but but, you know, it's so hard to put it all together. I mean, you know, I, you know, the night that the night that Griffin and Con had is very similar to the night that Bibbs and I had, you know, uh, two years ago where, you know, I was talking to Con after the match. I said, I know exactly how you feel because two years ago yeah. I was like, 
maybe we're going to win the team's belt. Maybe my partner will win the singles belt. And at the end of the event, we'll have all the belts and it'll be super fun. And then it was like, absolutely not what happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, you know, it was like, well, that was a bummer, you know? And, uh, you know, you just have to kind of, you know, you just kind of have to keep going. You know, I, 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 uh, you just kind of have to get back on, back, get back on it. So I hope we see Griffin back next year. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, he's, he, to me is one of these sort of inevitable players that, you know, if you just decide probably even one more year, I mean, he'll, he'll win. I mean, he, the, 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 it's all there. Uh, and it's just, it's just kind of, if he wants to try again, cause that's pretty much all it'll take. I think, I don't even think there's that much. I don't think like he's missing something. I think it's just, you know, yeah. sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. For some people. Yeah. Griffin, if you're it's watching this, I'm going to talk to you on the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching come, this. come on. Come on, Griffey. Um, well, crew, any any final questions for uh for Brennan before we Yeah. How how is it having Koi's energy and you guys seem to just kind of be so like okay. Like you <laughs> and I apologize because we fed him so much sugar before. he kept coming over to our booth and like <laughs> went to grab candy and then disappear and then i forgot about that he took a red bull yeah red bull like he came to our booth like four times to get candy. that's right i forgot yeah. about that yeah. yeah i was gonna ask too about having koi up there when you guys won yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so special. I mean, you know, Bibbs and I didn't have a manager the first year, so it was really just us, you know, leaning on each other. And so to be able to have Koi come in was just great because that's kind of been the fun of of being in teams. Uh, th there's something very special about the people that do it in singles, and it's just them up there. And so when I say this, I'm not trying to say that that it's better. It's not. But it's fun to win in teams uh, when you get to share it with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's yeah, that's uh, sure. and then to add Koi is great. And, and you know, the thing that I'm most excited about is that you know, we won these three in person matches this year and we got to celebrate with Koi in real time. You know, that was a, a thrill, you know, and and you know, he was so he's so hyped every single time. And you know, you need that sometimes. I was talking to somebody after the match, and it's like, do you hear an echo there? Is that my yeah, there's an echo? Yeah, it's yours. Oh, really? Oh, it's Jake. Oh, sorry, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't. No, you're fine. <laughs> but I was gonna say, oh no, I don't mind. I just want to make sure it wasn't something I could fix quickly. No, no, but yeah, I uh, I was saying it's you know it, it, I was talking to someone after, and they're like, oh man, when you missed that one question in round one, you were looking at Koi and you had to calm you down, and you know you were so stressed. And I said, well, well, but that's like when you watch tennis. Um, a lot of times a player will hit a bad shot, and they'll be looking at their box, right? They'll be like, oh, you know, and they'll be they'll be, and and sometimes you know that's actually not. Um, you losing control. That's sort of you. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's, sometimes that's not you losing control as a player. Sometimes that's what you do is you, you, you focus on the manager or the people and you kind of expel the negative energy. You know, you sort of like get it out by vocalizing it to someone like, I blew it. I can't believe it. Oh, I'm so mad. And he's like, you're good. You're good. And you're like, I'm not good. And he's like, you're good. And even though you know, you need that person who can bounce off you. And, and I think Koi knows in any given moment, what he needs to give, whether it's encouragement, whether it's, yeah, that's too bad, but don't worry about it or whatever it is. So, it, it you know, it's great to have that extra person there uh, to kind of uh, to get with it. But, it, you know, it's been great to just have so many matches because it's like, you know, we have such a, a breadth of experience now that there really is no situation where we I, I get stressed before the matches. But in the matches, you know, we 
we are able to kind of stay. I think me and Bibbs are able to stay pretty even keel. You know, we've had yeah. big leads and lost them and and won. We've had big leads and lost them and lost. We've we've missed the betting round question and had to come back. I mean, we I you know, I I I remember when they missed the betting round question and I just didn't even react, I don't think. To to, to King <laughs> Arthur because at that point you're just like, well, there's still the speed round there's still this, you know, you just there's no longer that sort of and actually I was joking with someone after and they were like, how would you have done on on their Pixar questions? And I said, you know, I didn't really listen. And they went, "What?" And I went, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really pay attention. They're not your questions. You don't, well, well, yeah. yeah. But it's almost like, but what if you steal? What if you, what if the steals? And I was like, well, I said, Griffin's pretty much a Pixar expert. Eh, like, I think it would have been a waste of energy. I don't want yeah. to waste any energy going, is That's he going to miss? Oh, maybe he'll miss. Maybe I'll get a steal. Yeah. I just want to basically spot them 12 points. Anything else is a surprise. <laughs> spot yeah. them 12 points disassociate from the whole market, <laughs> wait till they're over. And, you know, and, and, you know, it's all about that interior, interior battle of like uh, managing your own. Yeah. Imagine, and it was just funny because someone's like, how would you know? I'm like, I think I heard two of them, but like, I don't know. I, I'm going <laughs> to get them all. It's a complete waste of energy for me to. Yeah. I mean, don't with those game. two. Yeah. With those that's two, don't game. waste your time spending attention to their picture. No, totally. Yeah. And that's the whole game that Bateman and these people do. That's the whole strategy behind yeah burning your repeats, right? Is that yeah. if if you can get your opponent to start going, oh, well, maybe 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 they're going to miss this. Maybe I'm going to yeah. win. Maybe I'm going to win. And then you have to answer the five after that. It's way harder than if you're just like, nope, they got it. Forget it. Let's yeah. put your feet up. Like, I'm waiting. You know. Right. And again, you don't always succeed, but that's uh, there have been plenty of times where I've just been like, please miss, please miss. You know, you know? <laughs> you're just so stressed and you don't want to answer your five points. <laughs> please just miss, please just miss. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, that's the game you play. You're always trying to stay calm. Uh, well, speaking of Koi, um, I, I, this is random, not really pertains to what we're talking about, but we obviously know that the No Way Home premiere is happening tonight That's for right. Spider-Man. Right. The official Spider-Man Twitter account actually said Koi Jonju is here. Oh, for- oh, oh wow. wow. Cool. So he is, he is that, a, one of the special guests on the carpet tonight. So that probably awesome. made his life. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for Ed cool. Haskell for pointing, Ed Haskell pointed that out to us. Thank so thank you, Haskell. you Ed. Um, very, very cool. Uh, well, Brendan, I, I gotta say, man, it's, it's been an absolute joy watching you play this year. It's been an absolute joy talking to you. Congratulations. Um, Can I say one more thing? You ahead. did literally, so we, I got there late into LA. We went to the bar for Jill's thing. You had the most LA thing I've ever seen. Oh, he come into sushi? the sushi <laughs> to the bar. And I was like, I am in LA. <laughs> no, but that was because honestly, I uh, had spent that whole afternoon binging movies that I had to watch before the match for what we were using on the, like there were two movies that I said to Biz, I got it. I'm going to watch those. And so I had to watch them. And so by the time it was time to go over to, to Jill's thing, which was near my house, I was like, I don't need food. Like I need, I'm not just going to have to go to sushi and eat it there or else I'm going to be like an hour late, you know, like it was just a whole thing of like, so I didn't, I didn't plan it that way. It was all because of, I was studying. So it was amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, yeah, so congratulations on finally getting that spectacular victory. Uh, cannot wait to see what happens next year. We look forward to talking to you in the future and uh, have a good off season. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It was funny. Originally, you know, we were going to be traveling around a bit at Christmas. And so before the match, I was like, well, you know, if I don't have the belt, I'm not even going to be here. I'm not going to be looking at the part of my mantle where, where you're supposed to be. And Aww. then plans changed and now uh, everyone's coming here. So now it will be, I will be Yay! able to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, won't, I won't be looking at the, uh, the, <laughs> the place in the, uh, cause last time I had it with me over the Christmas break, but admittedly when we lost odd couple, I, I did put it back in my suitcase and I did, oh, because no. it was a bummer to look at it. Cause we lost. And I was like, well, I don't want to see this again. I'm so like, <laughs> 
uh, you know, it sat in a, a backpack in my closet uh, for uh, last Christmas. And then I sent it to Jeff in the New Year, but uh, when we were able to, but uh, yeah, I, uh, it'd be nice to have it out and uh, I'm here in LA. I'll be able to enjoy it. And again, it, it, it's really great Christmas to get centerpiece. That's yes, it's a great centerpiece. <laughs> well, no, enjoy that awesome. time and we look forward to uh, speaking to you here very soon, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I love I love getting to talk about the game. You know, I uh, I was a, really a fan of it first in terms of, you know, I was told that this could be something I could play in and then I just went and watched it. So uh, I love I love talking about my own success in the game, but I also just love t- watching and talking about the other matches, you know. So anytime you want to come on and talk about other things good going to know. on. I, I Yay, good, to, yeah, good to know. Yeah, good to know. Well, thanks right. again, Brendan, and uh, have a good night, man. Thank you. Thanks, right. Brendan. Yeah, Bye. Thanks again, Bye. as always. Bye. Love Brendan. Always fun to talk to. Now I Always want sushi. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay, so because we do have a couple other matches to get to, and I don't have much to say on this match because look, favorite team. I knew they were going to win. It's obvious. Thoughts on the teams match, everybody, before we move on. Another great match. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, very, honestly. Very fun to watch. Glad, glad I got to see it in person. Like it, I, the crowd was, it, it, it was hard to like. Well, I, I don't want to say it was hard, but like it might have been uh, hard for them to imagine having to kick this thing off with the first match of the night. But the crowd was just like raring to go. They were just like, yes, we're ready to see this team's match. Just like I yeah. kind of liked starting with teams. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Because like we know singles and teams is the staple. It was kind of cool to have one at the, the end, sandwich. one at the beginning, and all of the other stuff smushed into the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it was I funny. A lot it. of people were talking about like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. If you looked, they had the four podiums up there. That like, I, that was the giveaway. Yeah. Like you yeah. could be like, oh, teams is first. But that's like neither here nor there. Um, yeah. I mean, look, they solidified themselves as the GOAT. I already, I already I, thought they were, I, but they, yeah. they a thousand percent are now. There's no doubt. It's like I said, what more can they do? Yeah, like they have 13 wins 13 and two. yeah like what that's what i'm that's what i was saying like what else yeah what else do you need them to do to prove that yeah. status yeah seriously yeah. um okay add more let's, boxes let's get into uh the big one the ig match which is whew, this is gonna be hard to talk about y'all this is gonna be hard to talk about because if you didn't know um Robert Parker was staying with us for the weekend. He was part of our POV house. Uh, and so obviously he was studying and he was, he stepped away to go study and kind of do his he practice magic. Uh, he practiced magic, kind of take magic. his match off, of, take his mind off of stuff. But it was the match that we were all hoping for, for a long time, right? It's Mike Kownowski. It's Robert Parker. It's, it's old age versus new age. Um, I've geekdom and, you know, as we saw, if I hope we hopefully you watch spectacular by now, uh, it ended in a uh, sudden death question about Star Wars, which I didn't know this. I don't know if you guys know this. This is the third time in overtime Mike has won or Mike has gotten a Star Wars question and the match has been decided off of Star no. Wars. No, really? The third time in overtime. So the wow. first time, uh, the first time against Mara. The second time against Rachel, and correct me if I'm wrong, chat. The second time was against Rachel, and now against Parker. Three Star Wars questions all in overtime. He's won two and lost one. Wow. Yeah, I felt like I was going to throw up watching this match. Yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, Brian, go ahead and start us off. I mean, this this match was. I I mean, we obviously had a little bit more of an attachment because I mean, Parker was staying with us. Like, I mean, you're naturally gonna 
want the person that you're living with to do well. But like, I, I honestly cannot remember a time that I was like more stressed than this match. Like, like where I genuinely was like invested, like every question. Like, uh, yeah. How did you think I felt, Brian? Uh, Sean, you were in a pickle, sir. Yeah, he's in the middle of was, that. Yeah, him and I were, yeah, him yeah. probably more so than me, but um, it was a pickle in the Sullivan household for this yeah. match for sure. You were in quite the pickle there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, damn, what a match. Like, like honestly, it was just uh, it, it, heartbreak and excitement. It's every word you could possibly think of to describe this match. It, it just it was probably an instant classic that people are going to watch for a while. It I mean, it's nuts. it's fair to say that it's one of, if not the greatest IG match to ever be played. One, um, uh, one of at least. Yeah. The way exactly. you look at it, right? Like the first round was Robert Parker. Kalinowski kind of struggled a little bit. Maybe in a question or two, Parker went up. But the second the second round happened, Parker goes first. He gets Marvel. The tables turned in a heartbeat. He gets four extremely hard questions. First off, where, PJ, where have the MCU questions been during my reactions? And then you throw them all when I can't actually <laughs> react. And so, so, so Parker, he gets Marvel. And Marvel's every Marvel movie. It's not just Marvel. It's MCU included. And the tables completely turn. I think Mike got two one-point steals, if I'm not mistaken. He got, yeah, he got a couple a Bond steals. question. And then what was the other one? Uh, I know he got he got two one point seals because Parker went to multiple choice, and then Mike ends up going up, and it's just like the back and forth, the betting question, then the speed round, and let me go to sudden death because they both <laughs> missed their fives. Oh, oh it's thank my you, arch nemesis you, in the chat. Thank you, Brandon. Hello. It's very nice. Pretty sure that's not on the list. Would you? Would you? Oh my, pretty sure that's not on the, wow. We, look, we, we, they both missed their fives and it yeah. comes down to that insane Jurassic Park five point question for Mike, the, the fallen kingdom question, which was so poetic because he, Parker had been talking about it at, at our house. Well, and he and knew he, it. Yeah. 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 And take it away, Jill. Um, there's an echo. Yeah, I heard an echo too. It's not me. If I don't, yeah, it's, uh, it's Brian. Yeah, it's Brian. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, like 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 Sean and I said, for for us, this match was obviously definitely a pickle for the Sullivan household um, because Sean is obviously on corruption. He's been in all these study sessions, and Robert Parker is obviously a very dear, dear friend of ours. So it's kind of that whole like your faction, and then like it was that whole struggle. Um, so my anxiety, of course, was entirely over all, a hot mess during this match, um, only given to be more so of a hot mess because Ben Bateman was sitting right next to me and he kept getting up and sitting back down and pacing. And I'm like, <laughs> stop it. You are not making this any easier, Bateman. You can sit, <laughs> just sit down. Um, so everyone's anxiety was over the charts for this match. Um, uh, when... Robert killed it in round one. He was super freaking excited. He was shouting at Kaiser and jumping up and down. 
only for round two to happen, and my heart just shattered. Everything it turned so quickly. Into a million pieces. My heart just... Brian, there's an echo. Broke. Um, <laughs> Put some headphones my, on. My heart, yeah, my, heart, my, heart, my heart broke, and I think, I, I think even... I, I mean, I can't speak for fellow corruption fans, but I think any person who sees that is going to go, oh, yeah. You know, it's it's hard to watch, especially in a live setting like that. Um, my heart absolutely broke. and But I feel like this match is the prime match that every spectacular needs to have. It was a roller coaster the entire time. It was on the edge of your seat. It was an overtime, which is obviously so much different than the last spectacular live event match we got, where it was a KO within the speed round, you know. So I was stressed. If, who wasn't stressed? stressed? I think everybody was stressed for this match. And like, then, I was going to bring up the the, pic, the backstage picture. Yeah, that is my favorite picture. So it's so good. If, if there yeah, is. It's so, so of, good. of the dungeon watching. That's me, Adam Witt, Hoey, Kevin Smets. And, and then, yeah, if you, yeah, and yeah, then you, Chance. Smets and Chance. Smets and, and Chance, Chance over there. Yeah. That yeah. was my That's my favorite picture of the whole entire weekend. Yeah. I think Sean took that. Oh, Sean says, Sean says I'm a wonderful photographer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wanted to bring up something that obviously like the last question is a big question we can talk about. And I think, I think it was Alex and myself when we were watching that we saw Parker write the V on his whiteboard. Every Star Wars competitor up on the balcony went. Oh. Yeah, he we saw him write the V yep. and we're like, oh, that's game. Alex, but the question, Alex could see the him like doing the, the V shape when he was writing and he knew immediately that he was the question the wrong that one. nobody is talking about though is Parker's Miss Lord of the Rings question. That's okay. <sighs> oh that my is, god. Here's my thing. Everyone was like, oh, the black widow question, whatever. I thought the sec I the second I heard Lord of the Rings and the uh, I thought it was actually, game. I was like, Everyone I thought it was did. game. I was like, it's done. It's uh, done. A, a very, very overthought mistake of writing what he wrote, squirrel instead of mice. Both of them. Both right? of them. Both wrote of them wrote squirrels, squirrels, but the question or the answer was a mice. You would think something like that, like Parker should have in the back. Yeah. Like maybe it was the yeah. moment or just overthinking or just thinking one thing as of another. But that's that's the question to me. I'm like, that that was the match. That was it's funny because it was it went in Lord of the Rings, and I went, Parker's got it. It's Lord of the Rings. Misses it. Next question, Batman. I was like, Mike's got it. Both get it. And it's just like, who's going to win this match? <laughs> like, what is happening? It's never going to end. <laughs> I mean, if anyone could yell at them, she can. That that was yeah. the first thing Alex t told me when, when I came back out, and we were just talking about the match and how crazy it was. And he was like, I can't believe he missed that Lord of the Rings question. And I had to be like, wait, which one? Oh, the, the squirrel one. <laughs> I know whenever like the gasps that it, they both picked the same wrong answer. Well, cause everyone At thought they were like, Oh, they're both right. And then Harlow yeah. was like, actually, no, yeah. you're both, yeah. Suck. Yeah. You're both yeah. wrong. Like, oh like, my God. That I was match. waiting for Mark to be like, you're both wrong. You idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know anything? God, yeah. Yeah, that that match was so up and down. My heart rate was just not there. Well, any so another thing that we can kind of talk about quickly before we move on is we had the conversation about 
Shazam being the GOAT. I think this solidifies Mike Kalinowski as the Inner Geekdom GOAT of all time as well. How can it not? Yeah. I mean, he defended three times in one year. Yeah. Like never been done before. Yeah. And and I will I want to I want people to I want people to know there's a difference between a favorite and a goat. I just want to make that perfectly clear because I know for a lot of people, Kalinowski is not their favorite. Yeah. But you can't deny literal statistics. Like, yeah. It's like the Tom Brady argument. You may hate the guy, but you respect what he did. Like, exactly. It, it's sorry, sports. Sports just went uh, over their head, Brian. Yeah. So I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, Hitman, sir. <laughs> I mean, he has a point there. You know, I mean, he does have a point. He does have a point. But look, yeah. Mike is without a doubt. He's the goat. He's the goat. I like three what, times in one year. Like yeah. I liked what Brendan said about the fact that uh, there's just so many people to throw into the ring for 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 contest for like uh, are they goat status and you know that's only going to happen more and more as you add more people to the league. So it's like it's getting harder and harder as it should to mm-hmm. figure out like who is goat status. Yeah, but Mike's definitely Can- up there. And can I just say to this, both Mike and Parker, when they Parker, came, Parker came out, we so at the house, he had showed us he had the fire paper, but he didn't tell us he was going to light the whole damn thing on fire. All like, of us were like, he's going to light the whole theater on fire. Yeah, like we, <laughs> he, we, he showed us he had a, like a little teeny bit and then the whole thing. And then when he walks out and lights on fire, I was like, that's going to burn the stage. Like this is gonna light on fire and it just disappears. And then Mike with his his TED talk at the stairs was just performances. I will well, say it was also it was also big because remember two years ago when he was on stage of spectacular, he got KO'd. Like yeah. that's also something to come over, yeah. you know. And that's as much as it might not be something for a lot of people <laughs> mentally, that's kind of that that's a big thing to to get over. Also, I will, uh, go ahead, Brendan. Brian, I was sorry. I was just gonna say I just. This is just the like entrances and the show of it. I missed that. Like this yeah. was this was something I like I enjoyed. Can we hold on? Can we talk about how the, the fog machine was literally that- turned up to 50? Dude, that, I don't how no one had a heart attack during any of that. Well, I think the- Brendan had a heart attack when it like, yeah, I think he freaked out. When that first one off during the teens match, I like jumped. Like it was like that the one from atop the stage was aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, it's aggressive. Yay! Was it? My, I thought it was my birthday present. Which one is it? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that scared me. Uh, like I, oh my god! Like I had one of those when that went off. I get scared of everything though. So yeah, that was a lot. I do real quick though. I do want to give Kalinowski bonus points for his send off message that he had. Yeah. Oh he my said, god! Yeah. I, I'm going to say something that Robert Parker cannot. I'm going to go have sex with my manager. And I was like, he said that? Yes, yes he did. Did. No, that was a joke that I told Alex to make one time. Except <laughs> replace Wait, manager it. with oh. me. <laughs> he, he, he said I said it, it and I was like, I... yeah, like, as he yeah. walked off the stage, it was the last thing he said. Yeah. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, I'm sad I missed that. Well, I, it yeah, was... we. <laughs> it was. Um, okay. So let's see, before we move on, I want to get to a couple of these stream apps real quick. Um, first one comes from Brendan Mars says, Hey folks, 
I so wish I could have been there to meet you wonderful people. I'm so grateful to be part of such an incredible community. And you have all been such loving and welcoming friends. Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank Merry you, Christmas. Brennan. Uh, thank you. Thank you. The next one comes from Richard Begg uh, with a generous $20 here and says, so glad you could all enjoy each other's uh, company in person. Hope you have more opportunities to meet up in the future. I look forward to the Dens evolution. Also, corruption rules. Where do they go from here? Smaller factions mean rogue agents. Uh, They're going well, to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Tally ho! <laughs> Only fans. Only fans <laughs> corruption. To be <laughs> fair, I think my favorite thing of the whole entire night was the firing of Dewberry. That... Well, it, yeah, I yeah. died because I 100% no doubt in my mind fully believed that it was going to be chance. And then you see Dewberry do 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 to just like come out on stage. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That was my favorite thing of the whole entire night. Well, and it, and it it brought back the wild berries. The wild berries are officially back. Josh McCuga. And Elliot Dewberry are once again the Wildberries. And as they said, shirts available in T Public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my God. That made, I was crying laughing. So yeah, fun. I mean, just real quick to answer Richard's question um, Corruption is the faction champs two years in a row, and they have to slim their roster down. Uh, what do they do? Obviously, Mike is probably their IG player. Mike and Chance are probably their team's player, but you also have to think about Adam and Marisol. Like, what do they do? I would you do? I I guess if I were Shannon, I would do Mike, Adam, Marisol, Chance, and Laura, and go for Laura. Is probably mm -hmm. the way you that do would. It. I mean, that's what I would do if I were her. You know, that's probably what she's gonna do. And you have two IG players and and Mike and Chance. You have two teams technically, four singles players four technically. Singles players like. You can't, yeah, that's I, that's a pretty well-rounded roster, yeah. I'd say. But it's hard to say what's what's going to happen next yeah. year because. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't do that because Marisol has to be the singles player. Well, yeah. And corruption's the team. And corruption's the teams. Yeah, that's fine. I thought. Mm, I thought it. I assumed it was one person can only play in this division. No, I don't think so. You can co-mingle. Well, because most most team players are also singles players. Are you saying that Bibiani can't compete in a singles match? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's going to be a situation yeah. where you can only lock them down in one division. Yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think that would be, be tough. Maybe for maybe for, maybe for IG and Star Wars, it would make maybe? things very interesting. Can you imagine yeah. how interesting that would make things though? Like that would be well, someone like Brendan, Brendan, who has who went very far in the singles tournament and is now the team's champion, he would have to decide. Mm. like that would it, be very interesting it's interesting it's very, um, very interesting molly did did you talk about the ig match because i know you were gone at the beginning of it did you say anything about the ig match i i mean it my heart my heart cannot take a match like that everybody's like oh the star wars matches are too hard i can't play along this was like all over the place <laughs> yeah. up and down up and down i like after the first round i was like i i had to go backstage and just sit and <laughs> think about this <laughs> i'm so glad we pushed you to go down there i'm so glad i am too because i was like where is it hoey and i was like where where's wit and i was like oh they're probably down there i should go down there. I should go down. <laughs> <laughs> well 
Well, that was like Sean. He kept going up and down and up and down. He yeah. was also, yeah. he was like working. I don't know yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, Sean all of a sudden had like basically a crew, pe- like vo- <laughs> volunteer worker pass. We were that's like, what? what? That's, what <laughs> that's what Sean does. That's yeah. that's, that's yeah. Sean's relevant yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, Tim, was- oh, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead, Go ahead. I just had uh, like the match itself was crazy to watch. And then I, I talked to Wit about this and Hoey afterwards. I, was like, man, him losing in overtime on a Star Wars question. All three of us were like, we let him down. We were we were quizzing him on Star Wars stuff the day before in the car on the way to Kaiser's, and I was like, like, there's no way I could have known what that last question was going to be. But no. I was just like, man, I let him down. So no, I'm going to no. be quizzing him on Star Wars forever. <laughs> Ever. No? So apparently, apparently, before we move on, apparently someone said in the, they said in the chat, because they did the ranking show or the bracket show with, with uh, Jacob and Taylor. Mm-hmm. I guess Parker voted against the Empire Strikes Back. He did. The, I watched it he, the whole entire way until it was out. <laughs> that that makes me happy, though. I'm glad he's able to, I'm glad he's able to joke about it. So I'll allow Ooh, it. Oh, the shade. Get out. <laughs> out, out. Um, Tim Sim, I'm going to save your question out. for once we talk about the singles match. So hold on to your Streamlabs, man. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Roca Merle match quickly. Um, which oh, was wait, wait. Oh, here we Sean go. Says, Sean says he loves you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, takes, uh, he takes good pictures. Oh, yeah. Right. You like, took a good, good picture, Sullivan. It. You get one yeah. pass. <laughs> Um, let's let's talk about this this match quickly because this is the the last ride for one Johnny Outlaw Roca, and this is actually a great time to say this for all of you watching. Um, he's actually going to be on our show next week. We locked him down. He's our single guest next week. We're going to be able to talk to him about everything uh, next week. The show is going to be focused on him and his career and kind of just reminiscing a little bit. Um, but look, we're giving we, uh, him a whole show. We're giving him a whole oh, show. Oh dear God! Um, so Here it's going to be a lot of fun. But look, he he got to play. Uh, his arch nemesis, his former teammate, one of his best friends, and Dan Merle. And for the first time in a long time, you saw a very relaxed, fun style of trivia going back and forth, the laughing. Uh, we talked about the buzzer earlier in the show where he mi- mistakenly hit the buzzer and was like, what, what's going on? Um, and then obviously the very end of it, right, where Dan gives him the belt, the original belt, even though he did lose. Uh, Molly, what did, what did you think about this, this match overall? It was... You know, just a, a joy to to watch these two players have a match finally. Like, not only was it live, it's it spectacular after all this time, you know, with the pandemic and whatnot, and then just them being able to kind of play in a relaxed way and have a little bit more fun with it and know that it was not about winning or losing. It was about having a good show and showing, you know, Roka a good last ride and that's exactly what they did I think um uh, watching Roka talk afterwards was just like that was hard I don't, I don't think there was a dry eye in, yeah. in the in yeah. the venue everybody was he, he was getting really choked up and so was I and I was like man this is crazy um to think that he won't be playing anymore but you know he'll be back for like for something, he'll just be back to yell at, just something. to yell at people. He'll be yeah. back. He'll be back. <laughs> well, and I didn't because yeah. he said it in his speech, but I didn't realize uh, seven seasons. 
seven seasons seven I mean, of he, eight i mean seven of eight he put in his time and i know it didn't go out the best way as, as what he wanted but he went out playing one of his best friends and um it was it was fun like it was really yeah. fun and enjoyable to watch and see them kind of have the back and forth even though like the build-up was like oh Rovers roca you just knew as soon as they got on stage, like yeah. it was just going to be an absolute blast. Also, I want to say, just because I don't know if everyone noticed it, I can't remember if he pointed it out or not, but uh, Dan's shirt had the burbs, the burbs on it, <laughs> and he he was very excited about that. I think because he told us about it the day before, and I was like, "Oh, that's so funny." <laughs> sure. That match was just so heartwarming and fun and like you could tell like that one wasn't so much about the trivia like it just was the show like i mean and i think honestly i truly believe like and that's kind of what roka was doing like he was def i feel like he was soaking in the moment and like to the point where he hit that buzzer and it's like, wait, where are we? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> so like, I, I mean that no one cared like who won or lost. Mm -hmm. Like we just wanted to see two friends having a good time being funny. And like, it, it just, I mean, we got to, Mance came out. Emma that was Fife, very cool. Emma Fife came out for like, it just yeah. the whole entire thing. Like, it Matt was Nost. just Matt Nost. Yeah, Matt Nost too. Like the whole thing was just so great. And just I mean, if anyone deserves it, it's him. And I mean, I, I haven't even watched it. Like, I'm not someone that's been around since the first season. And still, like, you just know how big of an impact he has. And just yeah, it was just and it was a nice palate cleanser too from the stress of the we had followed show. the ig man yeah 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 it was, so yeah. i mean it was just i i mean honestly you kind of completely forgot that you were doing a trivia match more than just people having fun and that i mean you need that like we've always said like that that wheel was their reaction to it because they didn't see it they never saw yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. that was great he, PJ was a an a hole on that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I but, think both both of them were like, we don't want to see. Oh, I don't think the so. game. And yeah, it was just yeah, it was it was so perfect. Like, I don't think you could have had done that any differently than what it was. It was just perfect. Mm -hmm. Jill, I mean, yeah, this was this was an old school schmodown match. You know, they were. They were having a good time with it. No one was stressed out. They were like joking with each other. Um, it was a good, fun, old school Schmodown match. And I love the subtle shade that they're ha they had in like some of the questions. Like I am number four was an answer. <laughs> and like just all the, the old subtle, people questions, all the old people questions, <laughs> yeah. just the subtle jabs were like perfection. And those were a lot of fun. And like, if you caught it, it's just like, like it was like fun little Easter eggs that you got in this match. Um, I, I asked I, PJ if all the questions were going to be questions that Rogue had missed throughout the years. And he's like, <laughs> <That'd be> terrible. <laughs> it would have been so good. Oh my God, that'd be so uh. sad. Um, 
but I mean, yeah, it was, I, I kind of wish it hadn't ended in a, like in the way it did. I wish it was like a closer match, but I mean, yeah. it, Dan Merle is such a, I think everyone knew that cause Dan is such a stand up guy. Like everyone knew that no matter what the outcome was, Roka was going home with that belt, you know? Um, and I, I, I was, that thing is gigantic. Yeah. And I was, um, I was lucky enough to catch Roka in the green room um, a little bit after the match. And I pulled him aside and I said, Hey, uh, I know that we like to give you a lot of ish on our show. And he was like, he dished it right back to me. And he was like, you act like I watch your show. And I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, listen. Hey, he know he can take the it. Best after show. <laughs> yeah, we have it on tape. He did. He did. Um, and I, I told him, I was like, hey, the reason why we give you so much crap is because your character has been, you're the reason why characters exist in the Shmoda. And I told him, I was like, from as a wrestling fan, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have you know, the video Drews and the, and the Ben Batemans and these, and Andrew Guy and like these big, huge characters that wasn't for John Roca. And I told him, I said, Hey, thank you. And thank you for all you've done. And uh, we'd love to have you on. And now he's going to be on next week. And so it was, it was definitely a really cool way for him to, to tip the hat and to, to ride off into the sunset. I will say it was also very cool in the entrance that he was able to bring his patrons of the mass. That was very cool. Some people who support him the most. And he was, and I know one of our patrons, Ryko, was one of them. Yeah. Ryko was yeah, up You could spot Ryko from a mile away if you even know Even Winston Logan. was Logan. It looks like Logan was a part of it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Winston uh, even had the mask on when he was yeah. upstairs in the balcony. Yeah, he did. No, cool. it was it was a, it was a great send off and I can't wait to talk more about about it next week with with John and kind of about his history and what he's left behind and everything. So with that said, let's get into the big bad singles match of the night. Uh, the one that capped everything off. Uh, and we have a reigning defending champion in one Marisol McKee. Uh, she makes Griffey Newman go 0 for 2 on the night um, in a very intense, close battle down to the wire. Uh, very similar how she uh, won the title from Ethan on a three-point question in round five. Um, but just everything about it, the entrance, uh, the, the questions, her, you know, just her ability on stage as, as, as a movie trivia player, Brian, start us off, man. What did you think about this, this singles match? I mean, Marisol's a bad M effort. Like she, <laughs> that is one woman you do not mess with. And oh, from the get go, she was like, try me. Because you're not going to get this belt. And it's like, uh, I get chills how she plays. She she is just the most, like, I, I don't even know. Just her presence. It's her presence that makes everything. Because she, she's not someone you want to mess with. And you know it from the second she walks out. Like, she, it's she's going to throw haymakers the whole entire match. And you just like, you have to be on your absolute a game. Cause she does not play on anything other than her a game. And I was so excited. It may not have been the real sword that she had a sword to go out on the stage. Speaking of, uh, 
Sean showed up yeah, with. How did Sean end up with the sword upstairs? <laughs> oh yeah, I picked it up and I was yeah. like, oh, it's not that heavy. Yeah. So <gasps> hi, Robert hi, Parker. Hey, buddy. Um, yeah. God, I freaking Marisol is just a. That I I argue almost there's no one like her. There's it's not. just there's just this presence that she radiates when she plays when she's on stage that it's she's just not someone you mess with and uh, I don't know if there's anyone that like I get more excited to see because she like she just it feels like you're <laughs> watching a fight like a UFC fight and she's just going to beat the living you know what out of whoever she's playing against and i just love it i her matches are just so entertaining to me i i love it there's a lot of people uh talking about griffey's new theme in the chat um he's fantastic apparently it's very popular also uh one of my favorite moments were the bubbles the bubbles were so fun i took a picture of i was like why do i have a picture of bubbles Uh, that that was a great entrance it's a very griffey nooms aspect to his entrance um very 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 cool but molly i mean look marisol defends she she wins the title for corruption which is also a big aspect of this yeah i mean the bubbles were very cool that's a cool picture (laughs) yeah i know i don't even remember Um, taking it (laughs) but uh there, were, there was a lot riding on her shoulders, not just to defend and continue being the first ever female champion in singles, but for her faction as well. And she delivered on every aspect. I mean, for a lot to be riding on a pair of shoulders, what better shoulders? Right. Just great shoulders. Marisol could never answer a trivia question ever again about Star Wars, and she would still be my hero. Like the woman friggin' rocks. Like when we met her uh, Thursday night at your birthday thing, Jill, she was like so sweet and like humble. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting Molly and Alex. And I was like, what? (laughs) I literally went, my queen. And like, and she's like, stop that. (laughs) I, I, I need to like sit down and have like a, full eight course meal with her to have the amount of time to like talk to her about all the things that I want to talk about. I mean, uh, we had five hours with her during happy hour and that wasn't enough time. Maybe, maybe, yeah. we, that wasn't enough time. maybe we should make a solo happy hour and it's just eight, eight course meal. Like literally <laughs> you guys are just Ooh. eating all the men are wait, all the men are waiting on yeah, you. Yeah. Make Sean and <laughs> Alex. Sean, Alex. Alex and Adam, all of them are just waiting. I start laughing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Wait on me. Give that me would be amazing. They're in. They're like their waiter costumes. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so good. Anyway, that'd be too funny. But, uh, but yeah, for the it, record, Sean said he would. He was gonna make the pizza, and he never did. Salty. Sorry. Continue. What pizza? He's. He was hammered, but he swore that he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna make the pizza. Uh, a pizza. Da, 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 and I'm like. Mm. Jill's right there. Don't tell her. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would be upset, but he literally just built me my birthday present as we were on the show. So I can't uh-huh. be I can't uh-huh. be mad at them. Fair. So well, I, I don't want to not talk about Griffey Nooms because he 
his whole performance from from the teams match to the singles match mm-hmm. was insane. I mean, he's had such a crazy, <laughs> amazing year. Uh, Fair. You can't you can't count him out. It, it's kind of like with the Star Wars match, like everyone was like cheering for Nikki uh, when the fact is both Nikki and Thomas are amazing players. And that was, that's the same with Marisol and, and Griffey Nooms. Like they're both phenomenal players. It's, yeah. it's just that like Marisol is just blazing a trail right now. That is a lot, like it's a long time coming. And I think everybody's just really, really excited for what she's doing and, and what she can do for this league. So Someone's going to have a very tough time beating her. Yeah, um, good luck. Very, very tough time beating her. And if it's also if it's if it comes down to something with buzzers, I mean, we saw what she did in buzzers as well. And that we talked about that question where they were just sitting there Ugh. waiting, waiting. And then she pulled out that buzzer in the last God. second. Um, that's a championship move. That yeah. That's an absolute championship move. And I know that, you know, we're, we're talking about Marisol a little bit. And I think the match came down to a certain moment with Griffey and the bewitched question. Um, then when, when he oh, thought, yeah. when he thought it was Nicole yeah. Kidman, uh, because Marisol had just gone through Nicole Kidman, he had a simple brain fart. And the problem is when you miss Marisol is waiting in the wings. Um, I was standing next to Zach Burkett during this. And he said, I literally right before it happened goes, what he needs to like focus more on the match and not his character. Otherwise, he's going to miss a question. And then immediately after that, it happened. I was like, oh, dang. Like, that's it. I mean, that's that's how simple and easy a mistake can happen. Like it can it can happen in the simplest of things. And we've seen it in every division. No, I mean, he had to play the first match and the last match. (laughs) No, that's That's absolutely a lot. And I, I know they did that for his sake. But it might have been better if they were actually put a little back to back. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, yeah. Um, he's but, he's entertaining. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I hope he's back. I mean, I, hope he's back. I mean, there's a there's a reason why, despite him not winning his matches spectacular, that he is still basically 50-50% for rookie of the year with Thomas Harper. Yeah, that, conversation, like, is, that I, conversation is on fire. I it's, love yeah. that that is just being lit up everywhere. It is, it is and the voting people, just people are like it. going after each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like it's like this new battle in the Shmodan community is it's between obviously it's going to be between Griffey and Thomas and like like even with him not winning Hi, his spectacular matches. Um, Hi, but you know, uh, I y'all know my love for uh, one Marisol McKee, and so for her to defend was, I I I, I want her to keep the belt forever at this point. Like she yeah. can just not get rid of it, and I'll be very happy. Um, uh, another really cool photo moment, along with Molly's of the Dungeon, was all of corruption. Um, I have a really cool side. video of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watching Marisol. Um, they're all like shoulders on each other. Like they look like down. they're all like, like they look like a... they're praying. Well, I I think it was the very last question that picture. I think be. it was too. Because they were they um, were just hoping, you know, obviously. And uh, I don't know if we had talked about it or or where I had seen it, but Marisol has never had to answer a five point question in any of her championship matches. Yeah. Which is which is savage. Yeah, crazy. Savage. Which is crazy. 
um she she's she's killing it and deservedly so and i'm very glad that she's going to be the champion going into next season um but like we said we, we griffy is he's been this rookie phenom both for his movie trivia knowledge and also his freaking wacky brilliant character you know he came in like with a freaking not like literally with a blowhorn but like he was making noise as soon as he freaking came into this league and um unfortunately it did not go his way at spectacular and it's it's unfortunate but he i i really hope he's back next season because Me he too. is a Me freaking too. treat yeah um and, and I wonder if he, griffin even if he didn't like can you imagine him i'm pointing at you if you're listening to audio <laughs> Can you imagine him like walking with the record that he had just in one season? Well, I so it was funny before Spectacular, there was actually a conversation going on between a lot of people saying if he wins both his matches and he goes undefeated, he should just walk away. He'd have the single greatest season ever. Like retire with the and then just be like he would have the single greatest season in the history of yeah. obviously it didn't happen, but God, I mean, look, he went he went ten and two as a rookie in two yeah. divisions. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, he's, he's, and I, and Brendan even said it when he was here that he will, he will hold the belt See? someday. Like, it would have made <laughs> yeah. sense if he won. It yeah. It would have made sense. He, like, I would absolutely do that if that was my record. <laughs> I would be like, too. Goodbye. I would like, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I would have been like, but, goodbye. Yeah. He, he'll, I, I have no doubt in my mind that Griffey Newman will hold. If he does come back, I have no doubt that he will hold a belt. He's a, he's a future point. champion. He's a future oh, Okay. Well, 100%. then that means he's taking it from Marisol or Shazam. <gasps> I mean, but he's, he's or... going to take it from Marisol. Shazam's not going to lose. So listen, I don't know about that. She'll, she's sure. swinging people's heads off with that sword the way she's playing. Oh, there's so. our other POV housemate. Hi, Paige. Paige. I miss you, Paige. Hello. Oh, my God. Woman. Breathe. Take take a teensy break. <laughs> it's the off season. What are you doing? Yeah, it's been the off season for like three days. Like, yeah, just go take watch. A break. A sports, go watch a sports game. Enjoy the holidays. Yeah, go, go see a Bruins. Go see a Bruins game. <laughs> um, okay, so any any final thoughts on the singles match? I mean, look, it lived up to everything we were expecting. We all picked Marisol. Um, we said it was going to be close. It ended up being close, and she's now the defending champion going into next year. Any final thoughts before we wrap up with one more thing? She's just an absolute beast. I can't wait to see her play next year. Same. Okay, before I, we I get hope to all our... of them get a chance to just relax over the holidays, take a beat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That call, that call, that call, what? That call that doesn't call exist. Perfect. I won the fantasy league. Oh, Ryan, I'm going to put you on a timeout because can, of that comment. Can I tell you, uh, when we found that out, you weren't around, Jill. I said it in front of Jake and Frank, and they both go, don't say anything. She probably won't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't Someone say told that. Me. You're oh, lying. No, 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 no. no You're no, lying. No, no, no. Jake I, Berlin, I you are say, a liar. I didn't say that she won't figure it out. I say don't tell her. Don't. Uh, I, think, I think someone from the View crew told me, and I was like, ah, oh, snap. Mm. And so I went yeah. straight to. Paige, oh, we don't have any more gift cards. We don't have any more gift yeah. cards. Yeah. Um, okay, so real quick before we move on to our last last thing, I want to make sure I get to Tim Sims Streamlabs here. He says, oh, yeah. "Just leaving this here as I'm recording my season eight recap for uh, the Insight after Spectacular and amid the talks regarding faction and manager of the year, do you all think the dossier was a success or failure?" 
Oh, a success I mean, if you they don't almost think it, won the thing. Yeah. They they were in first place going into the final event with ever, without ever getting to a championship match. I, that is a success. That oh my god, I didn't even think about that. They never had a championship. Their match. first championship match was the first match of spectacular. I, so they they did that. Sorry, Joe, go. No, no, you go. You go. I was gonna say they did that. They almost won the faction title. Correct me if I'm wrong. They had the least amount of losses. They had the most wins. Least, least amount of losses, and Griffey slash King Arthur won the last two tournaments. And did they not have the most wins too? They had the most wins. Yeah, they I mean, they had the biggest they had the biggest win to loss ratio. There's yeah, I, I at this point yeah, it's Jeffrey it, Jeffrey oh, we're we're, we're agreeing with you Jeffrey relax yes we're agreeing with it's you. it I mean it was nice to finally meet him too by the way yeah isn't he like the sweetest like he's yeah. just a sweet little kid. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's not. He's like. He's like twenty-seven. What? He just had a There's birthday. A, there is one kid in this league, and we know and that is that Brendan is. Meyer. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I, what? What more could they have done other than yeah. win the belts? I mean. Well, and it's funny. I actually I caught Finstock after Barney's, uh, and I was like, "Hey, man! Like, congratulations on everything this year." He goes, "Congrats on what we lost." I go, "What, bro?" Like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised he was sober different. enough to talk to you. <laughs> um, I don't think you ever really know when Finstock is trying. You to don't. Favorite. You don't. He's an enigma. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'll. I mean, I'll say it here too. I said it. We talked about it on the. They had decoy dossiers for sale. Yeah, you didn't yeah. see that. No. Yeah, they had yeah at at uh, at Roka's table. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have seen. I think that. it was Roka's. I'm pretty sure it was Roka's table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes. it was. Sorry, Great continue. success. Um, but I, I said it on the balcony after all the matches were done. Uh, they may not have won the faction title, but I'm voting for them for faction of the year. I agree. We we talked about that oh, yeah. while the match was like, happening. I agree. You know, so Chuck sent me this. This is Brother Lomas's file. Oh my god. And it has just like all the <laughs> stats and stuff on That's it. That's funny. It's like uh weakest categories high drama and indie darlings and just it's, yeah that's funny mm -hmm. but 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 yeah they i mean i how can you not like yes like yes they didn't win the faction titles but they had the best win-loss record of the year if like, i'm not mistaken they had 10 rookies yeah. Right. JT yeah. and Roka are their own. Oh, They're, Barbarian. They had nine rookies. They didn't they had, even yeah. use one of their players. Yeah. They had nine rookies. Yeah. They literally um, did not use Kim Taylor Foster the whole year and still did this. Yeah. 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 And and I'm the corruption shill. Like, and I'm saying this, you know, like I I, I give credit where credit is due. I, I will vote Shannon for manager of the year 100%. Um, but it'd be yeah. different if it was Barbarian. <laughs> they should they should just put barbarian as manager of the year honestly I'm not gonna, not gonna <laughs> yeah. lie they really should um but yeah i'll i'll vote i'll i'm voting for the exchange for for faction of the year i'll i'll say it right here like you know i agree i i think the dossier worked i think they got lucky i would like to see how they do next year It'll, I'm interested to see who they keep next year. So yeah, good luck with that. It's good to yeah. kind of say now is we're probably gonna do an episode where we talk about who's keeping who or who we think mm -hmm. is gonna keep who. Um, probably in the next couple weeks. So look out for that. We'll talk. Finsock is gonna be one of the main things we talk about because that team's gonna be very hard to plan. What they're I think he has doing. the hardest decisions. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that they're gonna end up keeping because there's a lot of players that play multiple divisions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but because we haven't gone over time, gone over time like we usually do. Uh, I want to make sure we talk about the greatest thing that came out of Spectacular. 
and that is the return of one smasher uh kevin smith is back everybody and he had a grand entrance back into the schmodown world Um, uh music uh just everything about yeah i mean like chunjuru setting it up right coming out as the joker he's got fake tattoos torn t-shirt um setting it all up saying that you know he wants a challenge and his challenge walks out and it's the smasher and kevin smith returns uh he's back he's he's gonna be back next season um, which set also sets up an interesting dynamic for what's going to happen with the dungeon, which we'll talk about. Um, but let's just talk about it in general. And Jill, I'll let you start this off because I know this is big for you specifically because of how close you and Sean are to Kevin. Uh, how emotional was this for you seeing him walk down that stage again? I have had to keep that a secret for months. And uh, <laughs> and when he was on happy hour and talking about how he's probably not going to be back next season, I was believing him. And I was like, wait, what do you mean you're not coming back? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, um, but I, I was a hot mess. Um, Tears were falling from my eyeballs. Uh, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to uh, be the one to sneak Dasha and Kira and Kevin's dad up to the balcony. And I got to stand next to them and Molly recorded Dasha and Kira the entire time. And I'm so glad you did. Cause Kira she was, was so cute. I need to figure out. How I loved her. I loved her tiny those. hoodie with her ear headphones. Her little, she, yeah, they put her in a little hoodie. So she was wearing a little hoodie like Kevin. Um, it was really cute. And she never uh, stopped staring at him while no. he was on stage. Well, what, she was so, playing with her tongue for a while. And it was adorable. <laughs> so, so when, uh, during the singles match, I was sitting next to Dasha with Kira and, uh, um, Kate was was playing with her and Kate was like where's daddy where's daddy and Kira literally pointed like mm-hmm. down to the stage and we all lost it um so but but getting to hear his music again and seeing Smasher on the screen and just hearing him cut the absolute best promo in the history of the Schmodown yeah. was uh, uh, not only moment of the year, but I think moment of showdown history. Like it, it was pure perfection. And also, uh, kudos to Chundru for taking that beating like an absolute champ. Um, he just stood <laughs> there and took it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was. Peter can, Peter can stick it. it was that was good. That was good. Wonderful. Um, it was the perfect way to end the season. Uh, hashtag smashed cancer indeed he looked so happy afterwards and yeah. just like because we saw he was what ran next door for just a little bit and just was just so looked yeah. so like he's glad to be at, at home yeah. like this he like this is my this was my normal this is my normal and well yeah. and think i mean it's 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 only been a year it hasn't been like two or three it's only like, been one it's only season been a, Imagine all of the things he's gone through in the last year to get back to this point. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, it's it's very I, emotional. So I can't play the like sound. Yeah. Look at that. Aww, yeah. Look, look yeah, at her Dustin. little hoodie. She's I that, know. the moment the moment that Kevin found them and pointed at them is where I started like, oh God. Well, because like, he points and then he sees Kira and then yeah. he laughs and has to turn. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I, I'm going to yeah. cry just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, it was. It was great. Cool. It was really, really. And I can't wait to see what happens. Obviously, the Chundru Kevin Smets match is coming. Um, I'm sure it'll happen very soon because it's a match that everyone's going to be looking forward to. 
but what a moment. What a great way to end Spectacular. And what a great way to end such a great event. I mean, I've been to one Spectacular previously, and, I, and I've watched them all, but I think this might be the best one yet. The way that everything was set up, uh, the effects for everything, just the transitions, everything was done massively. They went all out. And I, yeah. I know that a lot of people talked about the audio stuff uh, in the beginning for the stream. But look, technical difficulties happen. I know that talking to some people earlier on in the day, they were having them all day long in a lot of things. And look, it doesn't matter. The event still went off flawlessly, in my opinion. It's it's hard to live stream an event like that if yeah. you don't have like a professional team yeah, working sure. on it. Like they were trying their best. <laughs> I thought it and, turned out great. Like I thought yeah. it turned out like everything. We saw the matches. The visuals were great. The entrances were beautiful. The crowd was rocking. Um Everything was great. I thought it was an absolute perfect way to end this. And the crowd was amazing. Yeah. 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 They need to mic the crowd next time, though. Mm. That's, I think that's always one thing they need to do with live events in general. That's the one thing that they've never really done because it's always hard to hear them sometimes when they're actually being loud, but you can't really hear them. That pop for Kevin, I'm so sad that you really can't hear it in that audio because people are like, are people even cheering? The house was literally on fire. The second you heard that, the screech. Uh, yeah, the the, the, the Winter Soldier yeah, yeah. screech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was... is also a good thing to bring up as well. No, no title changes. First time ever. That was crazy. The belt went defended. nowhere. Everyone defended. So, um, everyone paid yeah. extra for shipping and didn't even need to bring it. And Brian Ward, we appreciate you more than a lot of people, my man. You you crushed it with all those graphics, all the work you've done this year. We saw the work you posted on just the star Wars alone on your Twitter. There's uh, so many, so many, so many, uh, so many. He didn't, he didn't get paid for that. He did just for the joy of everyone who, who, you know, pays attention to him. Um, but to everyone who worked, I mean, everyone, I mean, I, I yeah. can't name everyone, but everyone behind the scenes, it was incredible. We- we got to see some of the people, like who was it, Courtney and Courtney, Courtney Megan, Kim, Kim, Abby, Dwayne, like everybody, JP. I mean, everybody. I mean, you guys was- like shout them out because they were running like chickens with their heads cut off and making sure everything was perfect, and it it could not have functioned without yeah. those people. I couldn't talk to Dwayne all night because he was running around like a madman. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Ta- I talked to him briefly, very early on, and then he was gone. He disappeared. Yeah, um, it, I mean, it's awesome everything that happened in front, but re- the it would not have even remotely functioned if it wasn't for those people. I mean, put it this way, guys: we we were we had our call time at nine a.m. Imagine what their call time was. Yeah, and yeah. the event ended at six. Just just think about that. They had a very long day, and that's the event that they put out. So, yeah, major props to them. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our spectacular recap, everybody. Uh, it's been a long one, uh, but huge shout out to one Thomas Harper and Brendan Meyer for joining us earlier on the show. Um, hopefully you guys got everything you needed out of us as far as information for spectacular our experience. I'm sure we're going to talk about stories and stuff like that over the, over the next couple weeks as we head into season we did nine. happy hour in person. Uh, we did happy hour. If you did not check out happy Go hour. Yeah. We all ate Taco Bell together afterwards. Yeah, we did. We did. We got to meet our patrons. Some better than others. Brian Uh, had one of my margaritas. Yeah. He did. Against his will. (laughs) (laughs) Those things. My lord. Those Uh, are beastie. Yeah. yeah, I had like four. What? What's wrong with you guys? (laughs) 
We know. <laughs> we, we know you had four. <laughs> My favorite thing was Alex coming home after happy hour that night to just me and Sean sitting on the couch and just sitting there eating tacos like this. Yep. <laughs> just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. This is great. I've never heard the word spicy, spicy more in my life than that weekend. Spicy. They were spicy. Yeah. So uh, thank you to everyone who's been watching. You know, it's been over 50, maybe even 60 most of the time. You guys rock. They got up at the 70s uh, at one point. We, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week with John Roca. He will be our guest. We'll be able to kind of cover everything that was the outlaw over his uh, seven seasons in the showdown. Um, and of course, if you want more with us, check out that Patreon, everybody. A lot of cool things happening because we took a little bit of a break and because it's spectacular, we're playing a little catch up on stuff. So be patient with our stuff coming out this month. Um, please. Uh, we already have our, uh, bar trivia set. We have our watch along set. So if you're interested, go check out those tiers. We'd really appreciate that. And before we head out, I'll let everyone kind of plug their own little stuff. Jill, start us off. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, sometimes I'm on SEN every once in a while. Uh, also, Rachel, I appreciate the birthday wishes. Thank you. Um, Rachel, yeah. thank you for the ornaments. Thank you for the ornaments. They're all and on our trees. Yay. It's mine's right there. <laughs> They're beautiful. We love our ornaments. Um, so, yes, that is where you can find me. Uh, Brian? Be of all seen on Twitter and Apocalypse Movies. Do I know what we're doing tomorrow? What no, are we doing I don't know. Tomorrow? Oh, bye. Yeah, that, oh. no, he's showing the logo. Oh. No, everything disconnected. Oh, <laughs> that was great timing, though. Yeah, I was gonna say that was pretty, uh, pretty well planned. What are we doing tomorrow, oh, man? Oh, man. Can you even hear us? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh. You. Okay. He was back oh. for like two seconds. You were back for two seconds. Work. It's okay, fine. You are a you are a canceled. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> well, at least happening now. Uh, yeah, Pogflix movies. I'll just stop there. Go. That sucks. I hate uh, you. <laughs> Oh, no. It sounds um, like you're talking to no one. And just, I, know. I know. It's wonderful. You can still hear me, though, right? Yeah. yeah but we're okay. supposed to Go ahead, Molly. Go ahead. after this. <laughs> at, at Molly Damon on Twitter, uh, check out me and Alex out on Star Wars Explained. We are ramping up for Book of Boba Fett, which Boba is going to be starting in just a couple of weeks, just, just right after Christmas. Very exciting. Good stuff. Yay. Oh, and we are going to see the Spider-Man movie, but not till Monday. <gasps> oh, God. Stay off of Twitter. Monday? Stay off of Twitter. Molly. We're going to be out of town all weekend. Good luck staying I, Honestly, I, I don't care if I get spoiled. Okay. Oh, I'm seeing <laughs> it Thursday night. Bless. I feel like I've already been spoiled uh, a thousand times over on this movie, so I, I honestly don't care that much, but maybe we'll do an explain it to me on it. Who knows? Explain it to me. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Mr. Uh, Apocalyx. I don't know what happened. Like, it just... Jake, you popped uh, on for a second. I don't know. No, I don't know. It literally just turned off. I didn't touch anything. It literally just turned off. Um. Anyway, at Qui Gon Jake, two ends. Did it overheat? I don't. <laughs> it's like think I'm so. done. I'm done. Um, yeah. Two ends because someone else took it before I did. Uh, Apocalypse movies. You can check out our Patreon Patreon stuff out. Uh, the link is in the description. Everyone watching, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And patrons, we'll catch you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs>